Hi, I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson, an astrophysicist in this cosmos, and you're listening to Black Tribbles. Yeah. Previously on the Black Tribbles. Back where it all began. Allow me to welcome the ladies of the full-on nerd group on Facebook. It is Heather and Yvonne. How you doing, ladies? Hi, I'm doing great. I thought you you weren't scared of the mic, Heather. Yeah, you got to get in it. I'm all up in the mic. There you go. There you go. There you go. Every time you open your mouth, you just put the mic. Wow, that sounds so bad. (laughs) Let me tell you how wonderful it is being her brother. I have no doubt that she would shoot me in my head if I, you know, was in the zombie apocalypse and tripped and stuffed my knee or something like that. And we were running, and I couldn't keep up. But I would expect That's you to rat. do the same to me. I, it's not like I wouldn't, I don't apply my own rules to my, in this situation, I don't apply those rules to myself as well. I would not kill myself, but I wouldn't get mad at you if you killed me. I would be dead, but I wouldn't be upset. <laughs> no, I'd be no. dead. <laughs> But I won't be upset. No, no, I understand exactly what you're talking because about. Because really, though. after you're dead, what? What are you gonna do? Complain? What, you, what are you going to do? You gonna complain? And I put it through your head, so you're not coming back. So what are you gonna do? Exactly. And if you're still alive, and I can bury you, and you when you decay, you're not gonna, you know, poison or pollute. The, 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 the dirt and everything that I'm growing vegetables on, too. So there's a method to my madness. I'm not all crazy. So your loved ones will be fertilizer as well. I will have the best roses on the bush. It's, it's, yeah, it's the double. Yeah, you need those double uses. It's preppers, number one. It's called recycling. <laughs> y'all going to be victims. If y'all can't make tough, hard decisions like Tyrese and like Carol made, if y'all can't make, and like Rick. Rick cannot, that's why I don't like him, bring it all back to the beginning of the conversation. Rick don't have He can't make tough decisions. He's out there farming, playing with pigs. Weakness. Will get you killed. It will get you ate. Not just killed. If I die, I'm okay. They eat you while you, they eat you till you're dead. I don't want to be eaten until I'm dead. Rick is, like I said, not being able to detach and make those hard decisions. And this is something that I teach my boys. If you don't make a decision, this is my mother, a decision will make itself. Rick is not doing what he's supposed to be doing, and that will make him a liability. And, and Rick could get a bullet too. But yo, he's he's getting back to where he needs to be. Needs yes, to he is. But he, he's not there yet. But he's coming. He's slowly but surely. I guess slow and steady runs the race. No, no. Slow and steady get eight. True. <laughs> I want to get back into this whole Maggie kiss uh, Glenn thing. All right. So he, she just brought Glenn back from life. From death. All right. From death. And in in her exuberance at that moment, she reaches down and, and gives him a kiss. Now, she doesn't tongue the man down. She gives him a peck on, on the lips. All right. This is her. This is her husband. Was he coughing blood at the time? He had just finished, and he put a um, he because, was on a, yeah. a ventilator. Uh, intub- he was intubated. Intubated, okay. Right. So he wasn't he wasn't coughing up the blood. You know, they got him breathing again. Then she reached down and like and kissed him, and that was it. And there's, I hear a ton of people saying like like they wouldn't have done that when Glenn was. Well, you can kind of say he was dead because he had stopped breathing. I'd have shot him. <laughs> it wouldn't even have been an issue. But he wasn't dead. The man no, paused. He paused. He was not. Stop, he did not stop breathing. I'm he sorry. paused. I'm, 
do y'all, y'all do know probably by the end of the zombie apocalypse, it would only be me and a lot of people just like me left. The zombie apocalypse would be by the end of Friday. <laughs> it, is just... it is your black triples. Seven is a number, both prime and divine. Seven yeah. is a number, both prime and divine. Seven is a do. number, both prime All and divine. Seven is a number, Check both prime and divine. United like the Justice League, we unlimited. Five transformed into seven. Magnificent amalgamation. Super Saiyan, we ain't playing. 106.5 is the radio station. Triple Nation is the name of the tribe. 610-267-215. All around the globe in every area code. Online, on air, whatever the mode. Days and nights, live or recorded. Listeners rewarded with the rawness. Keeping it flawless like a Batman plan. Jedi flips or a Spider-Man handstand. Peace to every geek we stand for. From Kronos to the bottle city of Candor. We about to catch wreck. Turn up your set, black triples on deck. Y'all know what time it is. Black triples in your area. Let's go. From the beautiful studios of WPPMLP 106.5 FM, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and kittens, children of all ages, put your hands together for a brand new top 10 summer edition of Black Tribble. My name is Len, aka the Bat Tribble. And as always, I'm joined in the studio by. Hey, yo, what's the deal? It's your man, Arsh, on the voice of reason, a.k.a. the Super Triple, a.k.a. the last man standing, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and what's up? It's the green-haired bombshell, Ariel, a.k.a. the Uncanny Triple, a.k.a. Amalgam Triple, uh, your friendly neighborhood comic and coffee slender. We are in the joint, ladies and gentlemen. It is just the three of us as... Um, Kennedy is is home napping, just a, a hard at work on a fantastic project that took the wind from our sails today. Isaiah is down in North Kakalaki with his family, having a good time. Uh, Hobbit One, Thing One, is down at BlurredCon, having a good time, from what I understand, at the Hyatt Regency. And Thing Two, Hobbit Number Two, Eric, the Master Triple, is in Las Vegas, having a good time. But we're having a good time here on WPPM LP. Yep. I don't like these Hobbit names because I feel like that's my camp. Really? Yeah, so it's like when we stand in a group, the three of us are the shortest things there. And so I'm like, watch it, Len. Yeah, but <laughs> assuming that Eric and Jay are like Perry and, uh, what is it? Uh, Mary, Mary and uh, Peregrine Took, right? Right, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so that would make you either. Frodo and Frodo wasn't much of a dude. No, Which would make you Samwise Gamgee, who is the greatest yeah. dude ever. <laughs> exactly. Yo, everybody needs a Samwise Gamgee in their life. I'll everybody. be Samwise. I can do that. Boom. And that dude is the uh, the G of that entire 
all six movies. The, the toughest dude in the entire thing. It's true, but I I think I, I believe it was Mary. I thought Mary was cute. Mary was cool. He was a bit of a goon. Mary was just getting into stuff, and him and uh, him and uh, and Peregrine took. <laughs> oh yeah, well them dudes was high most of the. You, I think you just like saying his name. Oh, yeah, Peregrine took. Full of a took. <laughs> They were, if you look at that movie, they were high most of it, and well, that's that's Eric and and and, <laughs> and and they they didn't give it they didn't give a darn about it. Like when he was leaving with Gandalf and Return of the King, and Mary was like, "Here, dude, here's the last of the weed." Like, wait, what? And now they was like, he was like, "The last of the long bottom leaf." Yeah, man. I mean, look, you gonna be in the middle of things, so here, handle that. They spent one movie like with a tree. Yeah, I right. Mean, what more do you need? <laughs> <laughs> to know, talking to it. Yeah, I love those tree people. Oh, uh, the ants were the best. No, uh, you know what? Ends. So I remember seeing because I think it's the second one. Second one. Two thousand. Um, I when they were being set on fire, I started crying. I was like, you know, I don't know if I can finish this movie if the trees don't make it. I just couldn't do it. I the was, best part is the like, there's the one that's on fire, and after they like send the river down, like he runs and dips his hands into the, the water. Exactly. I love that part. It's like one of my favorite parts. Of the movie. I I just watched the. Uh, the whole trilogy again the other day it was on TV. If Return of the King is on, I'm watching. I don't care. All right. I feel favorite. like I feel like we need to in, uh, introduce our guests right now because I can see them chomping at the bit to get in on this conversation. But they're like, they haven't introduced us yet. We can't say anything. Jeez, Ladies man. and gentlemen, from the fantastic podcast, John Appetit, straight from their successful uh, appearance at the Philadelphia Podcast Festival, it is Roy and Chanel Burton of John Appetit. What's What's up, people? Hey there, folks. What's Hello. up, Billy? Hello. Yo, I, I, I saw you, Chanel. Chanel. My favorite movies. Huge fan of those Are those the Lord of the Ring movies. So I watch good. them over and over so again. Good. If they come on TV, I will sit and watch them. Really? Love them. I can't even tell you how many times I've seen all of them. Right. Wow. Like, what is it about the Lord of the Rings movies that, like, like suck you in? So? I don't know. Just They make me feel like... Feel good. I root for the characters. I love Samwise. That's my favorite character. Can't stand Frodo. Nobody, I nobody, nobody likes, likes Frodo. I don't understand Frodo. why why people consider him the hero of the movies. He's not. Well, Samwise I feel like is. I feel like he's. Harry Potter, because I feel like again, everybody, yes, yes. it's like all about Harry Potter, yes. but it's like no Hermione, exactly was the exactly. yeah was the hero of that. It's there's always someone who they push to be the hero, mm-hmm. and I, I never ever think that person's the hero, and I, I have never met anyone who thinks that Frodo is the hero. Of Frodo just had he had to carry the weight, he just and, carried the, it. and which was which was difficult in and of itself. But he wouldn't have got it done. But Samwise had to carry Frodo. Yeah, he literally had to carry Frodo (laughs) up a mountain into a volcano. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then when he had the nerve to say no, like, I wanted Sam to punch him in his mouth and just, just like, a a word and just kick him and the ring. Like, you know what, Paul? Nah. No. No. I did not just walk across the planet just for you to be like, nah. Nah, fam. Uh uh, bro. No. I I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, That's part of the reason why I can't go back to watching those movies because of Frodo. And I'll just keep waiting. Like, like, yo, like somebody just needs to like, like kill him. Like, why does he do that? (laughs) Dude, listen. All day. I watch them things all day. I, I actually, when I was considering, like for a microsecond, I considered if I ever had another kid, his name was going to be Aragorn. Because well, it starts that. with an A, and he's just the greatest dude ever. 
I was gonna change my name. I'm like, well, what? Aragorn would work. <laughs> change my middle name. We're gonna have a fun show for you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Joan Appetit is here. We're gonna hear all about their podcast, what they what they get into, as we also uh, take you into the top ten summer. Tonight's top ten is top ten movie tropes. This was selected by Roy yes. of yes. Jean Appetit. Absolutely. Because uh, Chanel, yes. make that clear. Ha- Chanel has advised that she would have chosen another topic. Um, which, Chanel, since you would have chosen another topic, I'm going to give you an opportunity. So, uh, like around 10 o'clock, the midway point, we'll, I'll ask you to give us like the top five of that, of that category. Okay. And you know what the category is, yes. right? All right. So we'll, we'll just we'll, we don't care about Roy. We'll hurt his, <laughs> we'll, we'll hurt his feelings, and we're going to we're going to do that at the top of the hour as well as we're going to take another trip into Ariel's secret garden at the top of the hour since, um, you know, Kennedy she's the one that wrangles all these correspondence for this week in geek history, uh, but she's not here tonight. So um, we'll give this week in get geek history a, a week off. We'll go to Ariel's garden for some suggestive reading and we'll have another uh featured bit of wiki versus wiki for randy to to go through um but first i wanted to to let everybody know in case you're unaware that the black tribbles we have a tv show now Yep. Here on Philly Cam, it's Sundays at eleven thirty. It's called Tribbles After Dark. It's the uh, geek, the edgier side of geek. The geeks come out at night. The first episode is available all month long here on Philly Cam, which is available on Comcast and Verizon. Check your local listings, and there's also if you have a Roku, there's a Philly Cam channel where you can check it out. And Isaiah, before you went to North Kakalaki, put the episode up on our YouTube channel, so it's up there in segments as well as in a whole whole half hour for people to check out it's real dope it's all into the world of the gundam nerd as we go uh visit visit brax knuckles down in south philly and he is a character on to himself <laughs> that uh, ball. It, it was insane that boy uh so check that out but we got we got we got an email triples after Ooh, dark has a fan sweet lisa barnes wrote us hey lisa shout out said, to lisa yes um, she said, I saw episode one of Tribbles After Dark. Just wanted to say, great job. Tell Kennedy she loved the bit that we did about uh, don't be uh, ishy <laughs> to women. Um, there was a bit where we were, were uh, for our misogyno campaign where um, we're doing a shout out about different things that you that guys need to stop doing to women. Uh, and Lisa says this misogyny part was great. I was rolling laughing, but it speaks the truth. Loved it. Good job and God bless Lisa. So that was very nice. Very Aww, nice that's awesome. Thanks, Thanks Lisa. Lisa. Yeah, that's You're really the best. I can't. Uh, so season one is going to be up over the next four months. It's four episodes, a whole lot of fun, and I hope people really enjoy it. Uh, we're in the midst of planning and filming season two now. Uh, now that Ariel is part of our squad, she, she's going to be featured prominently in a lot of the episodes. I'll give people a little taste. One of the episodes that Ariel pitched and is going to be a big part of is all about the history and how-to of burlesque. So that was going to be a whole lot of fun. We started working on that. Uh, it's a closed set, um, but it's 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 
It's been great so far. <laughs> Thank if you. Len says so himself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And all, all the people I leaked the footage out to. No, uh, um, no, it was great. It was great. Wow. Stupid. It's going really great. Just jokes. <laughs> uh, just jokes. Just jokes. Um, yeah, so I, I, so check out Tribbles After Dark, ladies and gentlemen. It's up on our YouTube channel, at Black Tribbles, uh, or go to Philly Cam and check it out, all right? Okay, so let's get into this this top 10 summer, these top 10 movie tropes. And I'm curious if anybody had a problem identifying what a trope is. Did you have a problem with that, Chanel? Yes, I did. Really? Yeah. Did you have a, like, when you first heard that, uh, well, first of all, first of all, Chanel, Roy, mm-hmm. Jean Appetit. Yes, sir. One of the best names for a podcast ever. Let me just tell you, that was all you, Chanel? That was all me. That was all you? Yes. Really? So now, Jean Appetit is a podcast, and it's all about um, finding all the great places to eat here in Philadelphia. Is that correct? That's correct. All the great places in and around Philadelphia. So we okay. also do some places in Jersey. Mm-hmm. We'll go to Delaware if we have to. Now, what's one? <laughs> if you have to. <laughs> you have to. You have to. You know, tax-free if shopping, you, you know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, what sparked the idea for, for the podcast? So, uh, Roy has another podcast that he And a does, radio show. And a radio show that he studio. does. In this studio. With sports. The Broad Street Line. Yeah. Street line. Oh, word. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you, got, you guys got to get on. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Saturday morning, 10 a.m. That's the problem. We can pre-tape. We can, we can, we can, we can tape a show. We can tape a show. I, I like how he's inviting you guys on because mm. our show started because he won't invite me on. That's correct. I'm not allowed to go on his podcast or his radio show. Really? That's are, correct. Are you into sports? Somewhat. <laughs> I know about them. <laughs> I know how to spell it. <laughs> I know which sports. ball goes with which sport. Exactly. Yes. He, he has a problem because I'm not a Philadelphia sports fan. Whoa, whoa. I'm not from here. Where are you from? I'm from Connecticut. Oh, okay. So I'm a Celtics fan, and then this probably won't make sense, but I'm a Steelers fan. So he All won't. right, as long as you're not a Patriots fan, I can do oh, right. that. As long as it's yeah. not Patriots and Cowboys, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, never that. <laughs> so Celtics he wouldn't allow though? me on his sports show, so he, was, he told me, you should come up with something on your own. <laughs> <laughs> she has a lot of opinions. She has a lot of things that she wants to say and tell the world about. And so right. I'm like, you know, maybe you want to start your own podcast. That'd be cool one day. Yeah, you know? smart, smart yeah. man. Yeah. So he started buying, like, mics and all this stuff. So I thought he was buying new stuff for the sports podcast. Right. So uh, the stuff we talk about on our show, food, places to eat, things like that, that's stuff we do normally. So when you listen to our podcast, the stuff we talk about would be stuff we talked about in our living room, just the two of us. So one day I was driving home from work, and I was like, where are we going to go for dinner? And I started thinking about it. I'm like, we make a production out of figuring out where to eat. (laughs) Why don't we just talk about that? So when I got home, I said to him, we should just do food. And he goes upstairs, comes down with mics, a board, everything. He's like, I was just waiting for you to figure it out. (laughs) He knew the whole time that that's what we should have been talking about. He just never said anything. He wanted me to come to it. Right. Because as I told you earlier, he tells me nothing. That's how we started doing it. Nice. nice. Now, but, okay, you say there's this whole production about figuring out where to go. It's because if you're anything like me and my lady, Uh you're sitting there, what do you want to eat? I don't know. I don't know. What do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? 
I'm tired of cheesesteaks. Well, what do you know? So is that is that what it is? Yeah. Our show will help you with that. Yeah. Because really? that's something that we went, it's like, I don't know. Well, why don't we go here? Well, is it clean? That's always my thing. I'm super yeah. weird about What's the Yelp stuff like What's the Yelp score? What's the Yelp score? What's the TripAdvisor score? What does know? it say on Open Table? Like, it's a production. Really? So what we do now is if you just listen to us, I'm not. I'm not going anywhere. That's dirty. <laughs> that's not good. Okay. So you can pretty much, in my opinion, trust what we say because we've pretty much vetted everything that we've gone. Do you have like a checklist, like a like a, a like a, a checklist of like three, five things like every restaurant has to have before you even consider it? No, it just has to be clean. It's, it has to be clean. Yeah. If it's clean, you'll get me in the door. I'm not big on service unless you throw your food at or throw the food at me. If you don't throw food at me, I'm pretty good. I, <laughs> I don't care about stuff like that. But just be clean and make sure your food is good. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's, All right. that's cool. That's, that's, that's fascinating. That's really dope. Now, um... We're gonna to have to definitely throw some food questions at you along oh, no the way here. You know, to get you get your vibes on. How would you say though, uh, Philadelphia specifically? Uh, uh, how does Philadelphia stand up as a place for good good eating? Philadelphia in the past few years has really come up uh, yeah. because when we vacation, we plan it around food. So we go to a lot of food cities like what, 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 like, like Chicago, Chicago, New Orleans, mm-hmm. Miami. We go there to eat. So Philadelphia, like five years, maybe five, ten years ago, probably, probably 10 or 15 ten, years yeah, maybe ago. ten years yeah. ago, it would have been like, no, this is not a food town. But now it's it's getting up there with the Chicago's, really? the, yeah, the New Yorks. She yeah, has some really good restaurants are coming in. Mm-hmm. A couple of uh, top sh- top chef winners were from here, well, came in yeah. and opened some really good restaurants. So they set the bar high. So people are really coming in, and it's becoming a really good food town. All right, all right, cool. Chicago, though. Chicago. We're not talking that Chicago pizza, are we? It's not pizza. No, not just not okay, it's, it's meat. Have, it's yeah. meat pie. It's really <laughs> okay. good, but right. it's well, meat pie. Yeah, that's, a, that's a whole okay. separate conversation. Right. Yeah. What do you mean, <laughs> meat pie? Is that, it, I thought yeah. it was Chicago is known for the deep dish pizza. That's nah, deep dish meat or cheese pie. Uh, <laughs> it's pie. Yeah, it's it's pie. Yeah, deep the Chicago pizza. I'm from New Haven, Connecticut. That's where the best pizza in the world is. So whoa, whoa! I do not. It's a very bold statement. New Haven that no one agrees with. That's a lie. (laughs) If you look at a lot of top uh, pizza lists, you will see a New Haven pizza spot up there. Seriously? Seriously? No, it is true. If you pull it it up right now, (laughs) yeah, he just hates admitting it, but it's true. All right, let's go to the Google. (laughs) <laughs> I'm putting this to the test. Oh, Google, yeah, Google's ahead. never wrong. No, Google's never wrong. No, yeah, yeah, like the New Haven spots are, are up there as far as some of the best pizza. All right, it's a, it's a. I'm not even sure what to classify it as because it's not quite New York style. It's, it's not Neapolitan, it's, but it's not quite Neapolitan. That's what it's. But it's a little, like, it's a little thinner crust than a Neapolitan. I wouldn't call it Neapolitan. It's <laughs> and it's the best. <sighs> you claim it's the best. Okay, now I just put in top pizza places USA. There mm-hmm. you go. Okay, mm-hmm. now. I will give you that number three was Roberta's in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York. Okay. Number two is Frank Pepe Pizzeria in New Haven, Connecticut. In New Haven, Connecticut. So I will give you that. <laughs> however, however, I don't trust this list. Oh, oh, now, oh now we don't trust the list. <laughs> Not with New now Haven at number two. No, no, I don't yeah. trust it. Number one 
for their Neapolitan pies, calzones, and craft beer. Ooh. No. With 251 ratings, giving it a 4.6 rating, which is one de- decimal point above <laughs> Frank, Frank Pepe's. Pepe's. Okay. It's Pizzeria Vetre in Philadelphia. That's a lie. That is a Philly now, Philly? that is good pizza. No, wait, where are that, they? Is that the one on 2nd Street? That's the one in Rittenhouse. Uh, that's in Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. Oh, yes, Rittenhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, good that pizza, is good pizza, but it's not better than New Haven pizza. Well, according to... Google never lies. Google never, Google never lies. lies. They're number one? That's crazy. That is yes. crazy. Yeah, it is crazy because it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> you had Pizzeria Vecchi the other day, and it was it's very good. good. No, I, I, I said it's good. It okay. just is not better than pizza in New Haven. Which we can't speak on because we haven't had... The other pizza. Have you had it? I've had it. I've oh, had, I haven't had Frank Pepe's, but I've had other New Haven pizza. That's that's pretty good. It's pretty good. I pr- I prefer Pizzeria Vetri. I do. Does it does it would it convince you? And I'm looking at these Google reviews. One of the Google reviews for Pizzeria Vetri is from Frank Cal, uh, Frank Pepe. Even Frank Pepe. He probably says, said it was I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. He actually did. I three stars. <laughs> that's that's that. Looks like a good list to me. Um, <laughs> all right, so that's cool. That's but that's cool. but that's the thing about food, though. Everybody can debate it. Everybody, I mean, we you know we all love to eat. You know, we all love yeah. food. And everybody debates food. You know, what's the best pizza? What's the best cheesesteak? You can like have random conversations with strangers about food. You know, that go on for like hours just yes. because everybody has an opinion. Everybody thinks they know where the best food is in Philadelphia or wherever, whatever city you're in. So it's kind of one of those things that people can relate to. So that's that's, that's kind of what we kind of found with our podcast. Well, as food experts, <laughs> Burton, something like that. Philadelphia famously is known for like it's known for the cheesesteaks, mm-hmm. known for their uh, soft pretzels and things like that. In the last couple of years, has Philadelphia um, developed another kind of like keepsake of food wise? It, appear, it appears people loving our pizza. Uh, looking according <laughs> to the Google, that's a good question. I mean, well, I, I guess recently. Um, there have been a couple of uh, fried chicken places that have opened up in the last couple of years. Really? Love yeah. and Honey fried oh, chicken. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, there's um, well, a Red Crest fried chicken. And you got uh, Philadelphia barbecue. And barbecue as well. Yeah, it's, barbecue. It's becoming... A new list came out from Food and Wine, best barbecue in the USA, and Mike's Barbecue, a Philadelphia get spot. Get out of here. Oh, made oh, it to the list, oh, And it's well-deserved. Oh. If it's you fantastic. ever get a just chance one, to one go to Philly Mike's too. Barbecue, they have a, um, what's that? The brisket, brisket cheesesteak. Cheese steak. It's one of the, uh, hands down to me, my favorite cheesesteak in spot? the city. Mike's Barbecue? It's in um, East Pass Young. It's oh, like, okay. It's on 12th? Yeah. It's right. East Pass Amazing. Young. Yeah. All okay. right. I had a brisket cheesesteak from a spot over on, uh, right by Lincoln Drive. Uh, Deke's. I mean, Dwight. No, is it? Not Dwight's. Um, Deke's. Isn't that what it's called? The little, little joint. It's right by. If, uh, it's right across the street from the bus terminal. Yeah, where uh, like where Main Street and uh, Ridge and Ridge okay. end, okay, right there when you headed down towards Lincoln Drive and yeah, Kelly Deeks. Drive, right there. It is a spot right there. They, they have birthday cheesesteak. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. yeah. yeah. Ooh, you, you, te- you teaching us? Yeah, yeah you teaching us? Okay, okay. All right, check that out. Yeah, you know, but you gotta check late. out Mike's Barbecue. You gotta come uptown. Yeah, you know, I'm up the down. I will go wherever for good food. Yeah, we'll go wherever. Yeah, I had one of their brisket cheesesteaks, man. Legit. Right, right, we'll I gotta, check I gotta it out. Throw this in the phone. Real and quick. I've been running the country eating brisket for the last couple of years. That's the way to do it. Um, yeah. Just the way to do it. I was like, oh, this is right here? <laughs> well, okay then. 
I don't even have to leave my zip code. Well, actually, can, can I, can I brief, brief aside? So, good brisket around the country. Um, let, let the people know. I need to know. A, let me I, know. You know what's funny? There's yeah, a, a vacation. There's a great, uh, there's a great place. That's, it's, a, it's a bit of a chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hill Country Barbecue. Okay. There's uh, one in New York, and there's one in D.C. Okay. Um, and their brisket's really good. Okay. I've um, heard of them. There was a spot in Kansas City that we went to that I... I don't even remember the name of the place because I don't even think it had a name on it. But it was, <laughs> it was like around places. the corner from the venue we played, and it was we were like, "Where should we go?" And literally every person that we asked was like, "You need to go over here. Okay, you need to go right there. I, I I'll get the name for okay. you. Okay, I appreciate show, that. But man, yeah, because no, because we're going to Austin in a couple of months, and so oh, really, um, yeah, we've oh. been down there. We've been there before. Um, but we're gonna finally get a chance to go to Franklin Barbecue. I don't know. If I've heard of that place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was uh, burned down the last time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard of that spot. My our, my door player used to live in Austin. She, we, we actually talked about that place. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So we we got recommendations. What's a beautiful <laughs> yeah. thing, you know? It's, yeah, man. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. All right, all right. I like that. Well, I like that. The birds can come back. They can come back anytime. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the top ten summer. Let's get into the top ten movie tropes. That's what we're talking about now. Uh, a movie, a, a movie trope is something that you know, kind of like always seems to appear in like almost every movie. Like horror movies, more than any, are few. chock full of tropes. Yeah, yep. chock full of tropes. Like we, you could just do a top ten just straight from that. Well, and uh, the Cabin in the Woods was fun because it was a horror movie that emphasized the tropes. Like yes. that was the whole point of the movie, which I thought was pretty brilliant. I love that movie. One of the yeah. best. All right, I'm not a horror movie guy. It's one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. That thing was hysterical. Yeah, and I, my, it was funny because I'm a, a what if person. I wanted there to be like a version for every other item that they could have chosen because it was a yeah. bunch of stuff in there. I was like, well, what would that have done? Like, you know, yeah, I'm like, yeah. you know, well, it would have killed you, but how? <laughs> <laughs> it would have ended with your demise, but how do we get there? That's the fun. That is the fun. That is the fun. Are the Burtons? Are you two uh, big movie fans? She's she's a bigger movie person. fan than me, but but we we watch our fair share. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to be a bigger movie fan, but then Lord of the Rings came out, and you're like, "I'm done. This is yeah, the only movie I'm watching." Much, I, they like, can't get any better than this. Nope. No, the Marvel movies else. and Lord of the Rings. That's all I watch. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, Marvel movies are good movies. They are. They are. They're very good movies. So you know, you're you're in good company there. All right. So let's talk. And and. There are movies that are filled with tropes. Absolutely. Trope so, Absolutely. Lord D. So uh, let's start with, uh, go ladies first. So we'll start with Ariel and then work our way over to Chanel. Uh, give us one of your movie tropes. Um, I, uh, let's go with uh, the villain not really being dead. So oh, that yeah, whole yeah, thing yeah. where you yep. you stab him in the chest and so you think he's fine, you think it's fine, and then he moves. Move. Right. That's why it's like I'm a double tap, double tap, double tap yes. bang bang, and go for the head. Like even if you had to shoot him in the chest the first time, then pow pow. Like you gotta do it like as a hit, one in the chest, two in the head, <laughs> because I'm not I'm not doing this. Yes. Yes. So that's that's one of my uh, and that one because it gets on my nerves because it's like why wouldn't you shoot him again? Right. Like right. he just had like he was throwing knives at you. So if you got the chance, you shoot him multiple times. Put him down. Multiple times. That was one of the my favorite parts of uh, 
John Wick, the John Wick movies. Because headshot, yeah. headshot. Because yeah. he double tapped yeah. everybody. Everybody. <laughs> he was not playing. He's pushing dudes off a building and it's still shooting him in the head. Like, yeah. Just okay. in case. Yeah, just, just in case. Right? I don't know where you landing, but you're <laughs> you going to be dead when you land. I'm so excited for the new John Wick. I saw some stills. Like, he's, oh, on, really? a, he's on a horse. I said, John Wick on a horse, I can't. It's like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I'm ready to be married now. I'm waiting for you. If you're listening, <laughs> I love him so much. I, yes. He's I, so cool. I love him. I know. I know you do. I know <laughs> you do. And, 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 and it only, like, enhances it hearing that, like, the legend is that he's one of the world's nicest guys. Yeah, yes. he's the yes. nicest dude ever. Yeah, so I, I hear you on that. Um, speaking about what you, you said about, like, the villain being dead, you know, kind of like, um, oh, what was it? Great, what the heck? What's the movie? The Solo movie was one of the few movies. I still haven't seen that. Consider yourself lucky. <laughs> <laughs> but it was one of the few movies where the villain, when he is killed at the end, you spend the end waiting for him to jump back up. But he doesn't. <laughs> but he doesn't come back up. You're actually a little bit disappointed. It's like, wait a minute. He's supposed to be getting back up because you like, like he got shot, and it was one of those shots that you know, based on where a dude's gun was aiming or whoever killed him, it was aiming. It looked like it maybe got him in the chest or the shoulder, and you're like, that, that ain't a kill shot. <laughs> and it, no, 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 no. He's supposed to be getting back up, but he didn't get back up. So actually, so I. That was one of the better things about. <laughs> Len is not a fan. Big surprise. I've, I've, heard, I've heard you're a hater. Your representation precedes you. He is a hater. He's a hater. I'm not a hater. Yes, you are. I'm a harsh critic. Hater. Well, all right, let me ask you a question since, again, you're the co host of the Michelle Mission. Better solo, that one, or the Mario Van Peebles solo? What? <laughs> Wait, what? Again, if they're the <laughs> Every black movie ever made, I'm going to ask him about the Mario Van Peebles solo. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. Honestly, <laughs> this solo is better than the Mario Van Peebles solo. <laughs> but for no other reason, because this solo doesn't have Mario Van Peebles. Uh, that's the correct answer. <laughs> Dude, red solo cups are better than Mario Van Peebles solo. I can't stand Mario. <laughs> I can't stand Mario. Oh my god! Oh my god! <sighs> Why? See, you, I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's never been a guy that lived off of his name more than Mario Van Peebles. That's but if nobody true. likes never. him, what's he? What is he living off of? Because this is a little because bit before Melvin my time. Melvin Van Peebles, his dad, is oh. awesome. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, actually, his 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 father is actually got problems. Because his father in this heralded movie. Oh. <laughs> Come on, what do you got? We turned into the Michelle mission here. Um, his father, Melvin Van Peoples, Ariel. Okay. Uh, did this movie, which people kind of like say uh, kicked off the black. The black, yeah. Uh, sweet, sweet backs. Sweet backs. Yeah, yeah, sweet sweet backs. Bad yeah, ass song. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is a horrible movie. <laughs> it is a horrible movie. But but I mean, but is it? Is it really bad or is it you're watching it from a 2018 eye? Because no. some things it's just like, it's not a bad movie. It's just I'm so far beyond what this movie is doing. You know what I mean? From from a production value Fair standpoint. Enough. Fair enough. Roy, do you want to uh, take this one? <sighs> I, 
you're, you're right. I mean, if you go back and look at those black exploitation movies now, they don't hold up well. Right. And I think this might have. Well, is probably Dolomite's one of those. always a good well, time. No, true. but they're entertaining. <laughs> they are, that no, one entertaining. Not as entertaining as the other movies of that, like Shaft and Coffee. And no, they're not. It's not as good as those. No, no it's, it's, not. it's not. It's not a good movie, and it's a problematic movie because it's basically about this dude just going around and having sex all over the place, right? Right. But the movie kicks off with. Uh, Melvin Van Peebles because he, he wrote, directed, and stars in it um, as a young boy, and he was raised in uh, a whorehouse. Okay, and he and a, a young prostitute comes onto him and has sex with as him. a boy. As a boy, that's problematic. And, and I'm not saying, <laughs> and I'm not saying a boy like a like a teenager. We're talking about maybe a nine, ten year old oh, boy. No. Oh, wow. Now, what makes this doubly problematic is not only is this a prostitute having sex with this boy in this movie, this prostitute is fully nude. So it's not like she's got bra and panties. No, she's fully in nude. In front of an actual child. Who then gets fully nude. No. Oh wow. And lays on top of lays on top of this woman in this movie. And this young child is Melvin Van Peoples' son, Mario Van Peoples. Oh, wow. Wow. Yes. Wow. <clears throat> okay. <That's> not- <laughs> and, no, and no modesty patches. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. None that we could see. Okay. Which is problematic in itself. I mean, it's, pro- stuff, it's problematic either way, but yeah, I... I can't even. So that movie's out of circulation now, right? Oh, that movie is considered a cult classic. But again, I think it's more so because of what it meant. So, so it's all about what it meant. Yeah, as as far as kicking off like the black exploitation movement, right? Not because people are really like riding for it (laughs) in and of itself. It seems you're right. Yeah, absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. Man, that's a lot. Oh, okay. Because that's one of those ones you you want to. Like I'm always like, you know, as a as a black girl, sometimes you feel like you miss things. As a nerdy black girl, sometimes you miss things. Like, what? Everybody else was doing that. I didn't do that. So I feel like that's one of those movies. Just cause, because visit. even even not knowing knowing it or seeing it, I know about it. Right. It's like I've heard talk of that movie, and I know that it was the the movie that kicked off. But you um, didn't know that, did you? I didn't know that. But now, yeah, it's like I don't know if I can actually watch that. <laughs> I've turned off things for less. Yes. Yes, very much so. Um, yeah, so don't, don't don't go visit that movie. Don't. Unfortunately, that's a trope that has not returned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Been seen in other movies. Um, Chanel, do you have a, a movie trope that you would like to share with us? Sure. Uh, the first one I'd like to talk about is during a fight scene, and this happens in the Marvel movies, when the heroes are fighting for their lives mm-hmm. and then they're arguing about petty stuff in the middle of this fight as if they're not fighting for their lives. So- you talking about Star-Lord? <laughs> <laughs> it could have been done. I can't. I cannot stand it. It, it. I've seen it happen in Bad Boys. Bad Boys Two. Oh yeah. Like yeah. we're fighting for our lives, yet we're arguing about some pettiness that yes. ha- it's not cute. It's not funny. It's just annoying. It's like, would you just fight? Right. So that's right. one that bothers me. Yeah, I can see that. That that. Yeah, that that does bother, especially in the Bad Boy movies. Um, <laughs> well, Bad Boy movies, the two of them. Go ahead. <laughs> well, that's still movies. That's plural. Bad Boys is awesome. <laughs> Bad Boys 2, I've never seen more sharks jumped in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they 
they had a car chase yes. where they was throwing cars yes. off of the car. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like they're, eh. they're driving SUVs over top of the favelas. Like it's like what are you like what 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 universe is this? <laughs> Yo, they invaded Cuba. Yeah, with like they four people. literally invaded. No, no, they didn't. It, they, it was four people and some extra CIA guys that were like, "Yeah, we got nothing else to do. Here's a whole bunch of stuff and a bunch of guys. Let's go to Cuba for your sister." <laughs> what? Yeah, that that was the. It, it should have been called Bad Boys Two: Jump the Shark yeah. because they went so far in that movie. Yeah. It was the greatest. They did. <laughs> they did. Yet there are people that ride or die for some bad boy too. I guess because it is dumb action. Yeah, yeah it was it's, definitely it's, it's definitely it's dumb action. action. Yeah, it's mindless fun. Definitely mindless fun. Yeah, but that's a good that's a good trope right there um, about the the dumb conversations in the middle of like, and you know where that started? I think, I th- especially like a lot of these action movie tropes. I think they all harken back to one of two movies: Die Hard or Lethal Weapon. There's a lot of that lethal weapon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it would, and added to so the lethal weapons movie yeah. progressed. They got it got sillier. Yeah, it got, yeah, it got worse yeah, and worse. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, it, but nobody, you, you, nobody has yet, or very few people have had the charisma of Bruce Willis to pull it off. We just saw it in Skyscraper, which just tanked. It, well, it, it worked in, in Die Hard because he wasn't talking to anybody. He was talking to himself. He was just talking to himself. Yes. You know it, what I mean? So sense. Yeah, it was like, well, you know, you didn't you didn't have any, you don't have to wait for any conversation to happen. It's just like, all right, I'm, in most of the, the worst situations that you've ever been in, you probably were talking to yourself. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Cool. It's different. But when you're actually turning and looking at someone and having an argument with them while someone's shooting at you or kicking at you or stabbing at you, it makes no sense. It's annoying. I absolutely hate when I see that. I'm like, oh, we're doing this. And OK, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I can't take this seriously. Just to turn off, just turn off the movies. Yeah. Keep it moving. <laughs> all right, Roy, what you got for us? All right. So we're going to keep it on the, the uh, sci-fi band here. It's a lot of movies out there where there is a weapon, a single weapon. That can defeat the bad guy. Yes. No one has it. You always have to find it. Or, because or, it's an item of legend. You or ha- make yeah. it. That's a gaming rule. Like, you have to find <laughs> it. They <laughs> don't, don't just give you like, that. It's like, yo, I have this axe right here. No, I have to go to this planet, turn on this star, and, <laughs> and then make this axe so we can go kill Thanos. That was the it's best like, part of the whole movie. It's like, well, like, the best part of the whole movie. Like, you, can't, like, you just don't have the axe to kill Thanos. Like, you know, it's like, no, we gotta go make it. It's like, come on. Like, this happens all the time. All That's the time. Of the movie, <laughs> That's true. But you and the, the thing is about happened. it is that usually this big awesome weapon is the biggest MacGuffin ever. Yeah. Because when they get it, it doesn't work. It right. Never it never works. works. It never it does, works. Doesn't work on the first try. It never works. It never works, man. Oh my god, that is that is a big that is a big one. But I like that. I, I for some reason I kinda like it. I don't know why. Yeah. I almost thought it worked when you hit him in the chest with it. But the Star Lord messed everything up. Yeah, Star Lord. <laughs> it's always about Star Lord. And don't hit people in the chest. The head. The yeah. head. Yeah. Double tap. Don't, double tap. You can't it's, double tap with the X. Yeah, because even when Thor chest. came down, I was like, why would you hit him in the chest? It's like I it's like <laughs> this man almost killed the universe. I'm gonna crack you right down the right middle. Through the skull. Right, boop, right on top of your head. Or if you've hit him in the chest and you could tell because he's still talking and it <laughs> didn't, didn't work, work. <laughs> then it's time to hit him again because I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm cutting line, Randy. Because one of my tropes <laughs> is when, you know, like you just said, Chanel, you're in this firefight 
to kill the person. You want to kill the person. That's the, You've said it. I will kill you. This is what I'm going to do. Either the villain has said it to the hero or the hero said it to the villain. That's what you're going to do. And now you are mano a mano and we need to have a monologue. <laughs> we need to have dialogue. We need to wait. Or now all of a sudden the gun that I've been using to kill everyone else is not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Though I've been saving this one special bullet for you. Dead is dead. Just kill him. That's it. Let's let's just end this movie. And let's walk out of this theater happy for once. And it just <laughs> happened. Boom. Dead. Anybody agree with me? Uh, we agree. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Takes all the fun out of the movie, though. No, it doesn't. No. No. I mean, it's the. I mean, I think that's like the stylized piece. It's like, oh, now I'm going to. Yeah, I mean, I think that's part of the visual storytelling. I think in reality, though, that's obnoxious. Again, I think, I think people ahead. would cheer in the movies if something like that happened. They yes. would be like, finally, and just like stand up and cheer. Like, we don't have to deal with this. He just took him out. And you know when that happened? Taken? No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> One of the best movies ever because that of that. Oh, oh, did it? Because I actually it. never saw Taken. Oh, dude, that oh, was that's so incredible. good. So it's great. really good. It's so it's good. Really good. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, your man is. It, yeah. He, he, he was one. like. He's on one. Oh, oh, okay. Well, you need to die quickly. Pat. You need to die quickly. Pat. Like. Nope. Yeah. Oh. His bodies. Yeah, he's not doing like the vengeance thing. No. I think. Well, let me not skip. Well, I, <laughs> I was gonna say, um, John Wick Two, because when John John Wick finally catches up to this this butthole that's been uh, terrorizing him for the whole movie <laughs> and do finally thinks he's in a safe place because he's at this hotel where you're, you're not you're not allowed to kill me not at <laughs> the continental not at the continental <laughs> slow eating this steak well John you know you can't boom <laughs> oh yeah. my god I loved it I, yeah. I cheered he put one in him real quick like alright you know what I don't have time for this then I, he said I got a skedaddle he had to go after that yes he, <laughs> he broke uh, the rules yes he understood you understood? He, him and his dog. He was gone. Oh, him and his puppy. Oh, John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> I love him so much. So much love for an assassin. <laughs> I know. I, I have this beautiful uh, uh, piece of art that I got at a Comic-Con where it's like John Wick in like black and white watercolors and then it's just blood all over it. <laughs> it's the most beautiful thing you've it's ever awesome. seen. Yes, it's, I handle it with care. <laughs> and I'm still looking for a frame I want to put it in. Yes, John Wick. Yeah, but meanwhile, it's just the blanket on her bed. What, um, <laughs> Randy? What do you got? Uh, I'm going magical Negroes. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Ooh. There's nothing like a good magical Negro. <laughs> <laughs> now, sometimes they're like the star, like uh, uh, Will Smith and Hitch. Bagger Van. Oh, I was gonna say Bagger Van. Bagger Vance, the legend of Bagger Vance. Um, uh, there was a. a sort a- of a sort of anti-magical Negro, uh, Morgan Freeman and Street Smarts. Yes. Um, Charles S. Dutton and Rudy. Yeah. Um, Denzel Washington in everything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Particularly Man on Fire, but Man on Fire is such a a perfect movie. Man on Fire is not a magical Negro. That dude is a. Well, I mean, it's like dark magic because it kills (laughs) everybody. (laughs) But that's that's, that's a little different. Yeah, he's just just, just dope in that. He's just a dope character, yeah. I have a particular love for that movie because for some weird reason he reminds me of my brother like he's he's not like you know how usually denzel like looks kind of dope 
But in, in Man on Fire, he looks a little chubby. Really? Yeah, he's, just kinda, he's like walking around that suit. Yeah, but his but the suit doesn't really fit great. No, he looks over it in that movie. Yeah, he's yeah, like he's a little. Like he, he just reminds me of my brother in that movie a whole lot. But uh, but yeah, <laughs> magical Negroes. Not, <laughs> no, right? That my brother's awesome and he might kill you. Uh, but no, I'm a I'm a fan of a of a good magical Negro. But they show up a lot. No, they do. They, there's a lot of them, and you know, it, it's one of those things where it's cool in some degree because nothing would get done without this person yeah, yeah. and then other degrees it's like is there is there room for this person to 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 have their own their own thing without being the you'd be lost without me guy right you know yeah. what i mean and i think i mean that's the thing it's it's the whole purpose of those characters are to develop the story of whatever white protagonists we're following um because i feel like I mean, it's there are like magical POCs now too because I, you know, you you cringe anytime there's like an elderly Asian person that's like, mm-hmm. "What's about to happen?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't give them any like sage wisdom. <laughs> Just let them live their mess. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, though I will say, because I, I kind of consider it, this person a um, magical color person of color, uh, gateway from the X Men comics. Yeah. And I actually oh, yeah. love him because he is like a magical POC, but he it's on his terms because he never talks to them. Never said a he word. He just right. moves. It's like I would be so I'd be like Gateway, please, please, you know. And they're trying to ask him questions. He never answers. He just sends you where you need to be or where he wants you to be. He just does not engage, which I think is like hilarious. I love him so much. <laughs> he never said a word. <laughs> yeah. Not a single word. He's got a grandson. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, manifold. Uh, oh. The dude from the he's in the uh, in the Avengers and he was in uh, Black Panther and the crew. Oh, okay. That's his grandson. I'm like, wait, how do you have kids? But you have never said a thing. Because he appeared. So I guess like he that. was out there handling his business when he wasn't dealing with the accent. He was like, all right, let me go handle this. Uh, hey, what's up, lady? And then <laughs> then just went to back to sit on a rock. <laughs> sit back on a rock. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Uh, the magical Negro. I think that dates back. I think it comes from you know the ham-fisted ways they would put people of color in the movies from back in the day you know um you just have to have a, a black person in here or, you know unfortunately like uh fortunately hattie mcdaniels you know won an oscar yeah playing them folks would have been so lost without her in that movie yeah everybody I've never seen that movie yo Going with the wind. Going with the yeah. wind. No, I know the movie. I, right. I, I from, oh, just for oh, people. Oh, for yeah. the people. Yeah, I've never seen it. I don't know if I want to see it. I might burn yo, my own house down. Yo, <laughs> there's a part in that movie where, uh, what's the main character? Uh, Scarlett. Scarlett O'Hara. She's trying to, like, just yelling at, at Rhett or whatever and, like, swings on him or something. And he just moves out of the way and she falls on the steps. Yo, I laughed for an hour. About that. <laughs> I felt real bad, but she was like, oh. "Yeah, yeah." Know, that's what you get, uh, Ariel? What do you have? Um, so I have a uh, white dude goes native, quote unquote, and saves the day. Whoa! Yeah, and it's funny because I, I'm always mad about it, but I tend to like those movies, The Last Samurai. I feel so bad, but I like I like it. I don't mean to like it, and I know why it's problematic, but I I I like it. Um, uh, Avatar. Yeah. Um, 
I liked it. Like, again, and it's like, this is so problematic, but I still like the movie, and I don't know why that happens. Um, so it's on here because I hate it, and I keep falling victim to it. <laughs> it's like, dang it. I don't know why. I don't know why. Oh, you just picked it like two. Oh. You know. Oh, those were in your list, Lynn? No, this is just the Last Samurai. Ah, La- yeah. Last Samurai. I don't know why I love the Last Samurai. I don't. I don't know, but I think I mean I love the I don't know his name unfortunately, the his friend the guy he ends up uh, becoming friends with that dies. Oh, um, uh, oh, God. Uh, is that t- uh, last summer I challenged Young Fat? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm gonna look it up. I don't yeah, think. No, I don't think. No, no, it's not that was the Fett. other guy. Um, no, because he's the uh, guy. Is he's Japanese? Chinese yeah. Fat's not Japanese. Oh crap! I can. Uh, it's I'm, like I can it see can, his face. It's like Ken. Oh, Ken Watanabe. Yeah, Ken Watanabe. Yeah, that yeah. dude's awesome. Yeah, I lo- I will follow him to the end of the earth. <laughs> but Last Samurai, that like that the title wasn't about him. The title was the about the like the group of samurai that he encountered. No, I no, think the last samurai was him because the in the at, in the him. last battle, all of them die. All of them, all of like the actual samurai, and he is the only one left, and he's yes. wearing uh, the yeah, woman's husband's armor. Actually, the man that he killed, he's wearing his armor. Yes. Okay. I yes, so he he is supposed to be the last and samurai. And him is Tom Cruise for people that have never seen the <laughs> last samurai <laughs> who can't imagine. We were talking about Chow Young Fett and Ken Watanabe. Yet the last samurai is Tom Mission Impossible Cruise. <laughs> I, I like Tom Day After Tomorrow Cruise. That's a good movie. Yeah. That is a good movie. That's, that's a good, that's a very wild. slept on movie. Yeah. Pe- Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. That movie is amazing. The day of tomorrow was at uh, the Ice Glacier. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I always yeah. mix yeah. the names up. That I didn't li- like that one, but yeah. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of tomorrow. Fantastic. Yeah. And um, how many times did he die in that movie? But no, it wasn't even about him. It was yeah. um, Emily Blunt. Emily yeah. Blunt. Full Metal. Beep. Yes. Yes. I I still I'm going to get a shirt made that says that. That's what I am. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie. Yet. You gotta it see out. it. It's oh, you so have to see good. It. He it's dies so good. So many times. <laughs> yes. And some, and you know, and it becomes funny, you know, because it's, it's like, terrible. you know, and you know he's gonna get a reset. It's okay. just it's a really interesting it's movie. It's hilarious. Yes. Yeah, it's really dope. It's really dope. Yeah, Chanel, get up on that. Is it my turn? Yep. It's your turn, Chanel. Okay. So one that aggravates me is. When the cute babysitter is always the person that's going to try to kill you. It bothers okay. you? It, 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 it bothers me. I'm tired of seeing it done over and over again. I got you. I got you. So um, it happened in, what's that the babysitter. movie with Rebecca yeah. DeMornay? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't she like oh, a baby? Oh, oh, Rock uh, Cradle. Yeah, Rock Cradle. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Uh, that movie with Beyonce. Wow. Like, oh, the, oh. Uh, I forget uh, what it's called, and the, and the lady was watching her kids, and then there's oh, it's always someone who watches your kids that's eventually going to try to kill you. <laughs> you have to be careful. You have to make sure they're not good looking. They're not innocent looking. Is that it doesn't matter if they're a teenager or not, because sometimes it's a teenager that tries to kill you. It's the Beyonce movie that's obsessed. Obsessed. I think right? that's yeah. what it's called. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to. Yeah, I've seen it done with teenagers, with old ladies, with middle aged ladies, and they all seem sweet. And you hire this babysitter, and they all want to kill your kids. Miss, kill Miss, you and take your kid. Miss Miss Mrs. Doubtfire didn't want to. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire wasn't a woman though. Point, point, uh, <laughs> point. You've got me there. Hey, when is the so you see? There's that. There's the rule. You need for it to be 
uh, need for it to be a, a guy in drag. Mrs. Doubtfire, mm-hmm. Mr. Mom. Mr. Mom. Um, was it Tootsie? Uh, was it Tootsie? He was awesome. Well, yeah, Robin Williams. Tootsie was uh, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman, I mean. Yeah. Oh, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, Tootsie. Big Mama. Big Mama. Yeah. Yeah. He tried to marry her. He didn't try to kill her. Yes. Yes. There you go. Um. All right, so that's a, that, that. That is a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, it doesn't bother me, but I, <laughs> I can see where that could be problematic and bother you. All right, Roy, we got time for you. Let's go. All right, so um, in my day job, I, I'm a computer programmer. So it still, to this day, kind of amazes me that if there's a computer hacker or a computer programmer in a movie. And they sit down in front of the terminal. They know exactly what to do yes. every single time. Doesn't matter what operating system. You know, it's like, oh man, oh, this is Linux. I got this. You know, bam, into the bank system. It's like, how do you know? Like, you yes. just sat down. Thirty seconds later, you wired like ten million dollars into your account. This is amazing. It amazes me every single time. Not me because I don't know that much about computers. Yeah. It's not that easy. But I, I know a lot of like computer guys, and that's the one thing they say. Just it, it takes them out of the movie. It just yeah, like you can't like you 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 sit down like the terminal is like oh all right I know what this this OS is do, 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 do. okay we're in it's like no it's I mean it's a little bit more than that all right yes it's, apparently not <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're not as good as you think you maybe are. maybe I'm not you know FDIC Roy FDIC. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I I've heard from a lot of computer guys that like that like pisses them off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, so I can I can see, see. But you know what? When you're in the industry that mm-hmm. is being displayed, that type of stuff does always bother right. always bother always bothers you. you. you know what I mean, because like right. like I'm an artist, so sometimes when I see guys, especially if they're supposed to be like drawing like comic strips, the superheroes, and like you know, they zoom in on it and like. Especially when you know somebody else drew it, right? right. And it's like it's like the whole body's drawn, but they're just taking like nine thousand strokes on this one little. Peck <laughs> on the, I'm like, come right. on, dude, the line is done. Let's keep it moving. Let's, like, uh. or like you see, like one, like they start out with one circle, and like thirty seconds later, it's like a full page, like Todd McFarlane drawing. Yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> they're on page it's like, thirty. It's like seriously, it's, yeah. like, it's like it's like nah, that's not how it works. I had that problem with John Q. <laughs> really? Yes, because I used to be in health insurance, and I knew. That he was mad at the wrong people. <laughs> yes, Why are you mad at the insurance yeah, the company? The it's your job that picked that policy. Exactly. Oh, wow. <laughs> you at the hospital. The whole time. I was like, this movie is just stupid. It's just stupid. That's cracking me up. You sound, that sound like something my sister would say. She's an actuary. Okay. So whenever you say anything about an insurance company, here she comes to defend it. It's like, wait a minute. Just sharing my anger. Yeah. Every time there's something with insurance companies, I'm like, this is not how it works. This is not how it happens. I can't watch this movie that's so funny i'm like that with dance i'm always like her shoulders are up she's not a real dancer <laughs> it's like she's not a real dancer she just shows this down. <laughs> so that like drives me crazy daily playing with our emotions randy what you got um i'm actually gonna steal one from the mayor triple who just hit me up uh dan dinkins he uh and i was i was going this route but he went a little bit different with it. Um, he uh, went with uh, in like sports movies mm. when the underdog does like the like the, the most amazing slow motion sports play to, to save the day, or they you know they make the winning bucket, and you never thought it was this guy because he mm. was you know last guy on the bench sort of thing. Um, that yeah, I, mm. usually. The guy that wins is the one that's really good. <laughs> the the really really it it would be like 
It'd be like if the Knicks won any of those uh, <laughs> series against Jordan. Like, that kind of thing. Like, nope, no. The the reason why he's got six rings because he was the best at it. And John Starks was never going to beat him. So, sorry. But, you know, God forbid there's a dog that can play basketball <laughs> or whatever. Shout out to Air Bud. Yeah, right. He, he's going he's gonna to take it to Jordan and... You know, bounce the, the game-winning three-pointer off his nose or whatever. <laughs> very true. Very true. That's a good one there. I see, 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 see how easy it is to come up with these tropes. It's a very good one there, Randy. I thought you couldn't do it. I told you you could do it. Oh, I, knew, I, I know a couple. After going through these tropes, though, I feel like I could write them do it. Oh well, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. You line up. You line, line them up. You can boom. It's like it's done. You're done. I'll get right on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's ten o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to WPPMLP in Philadelphia. And right now, we are going to take a trip, if you will, along with me, Chanel, Roy, if you will join me for just a moment. We are going to uh, take everybody along to a very special place that we like to call Ariel's Garden here on Black Triple. Now let's step out into Ariel's garden for some suggested reading to brighten your day. All right, good people. Um, so this book has been on the docket for a while now. I ran out of time during the Netflix one, and then I wasn't here last week, sadly. Um, so uh, this week's book is uh, Blackwood. Uh, from Dark Horse Comics, written by Evan Dorkin, uh, and Veronica Fish is on the art. Um, from the multi-Eisner award-winning creator of Beasts of Burden and the artist of Archie and Slam comes a supernatural fantasy about a magical murder in a sorcery school when four teenagers with haunted pasts enroll in Blackwood College, a school that trains students in the occult. Their desires to enhance their supernatural abilities and, bo and bond with each other is hampered by an undead dean's curse, ghosts in their dorm, mischievous two-headed mummy chimp, a plague of mutant insects, and the discovery of an ancient evil that forces our heroes to undergo a crash course in the occult for the sake of the world. Uh, this is still a, this is a fairly um, new book. Uh, issue one released on May 30th, 2018, uh, so it's still available in single issues. It hasn't come out in a collected volume yet. But I really like it. It's like these these four kids, and they're they're basically uh, kind of screw ups from from academically, um, and they're all like, yeah, I don't understand why I got a full scholarship to this school, which is just funny. <laughs> but it's like, I mean, but I think that speaks to just where they are. It's like, well, I couldn't get in anywhere else, and this place will take me, and it's free, so I'm gonna go. Um, but there's some hinting that they they were chosen. Uh, so they're they're not just you know they got some random invitation like there there's real purpose to them being there but it's just really it's really good it's a really fun book um, I feel like the the horror I guess genre is like killing it now most of the books that I'm reading are actually horror books which I'm not usually into um, but this one just like grabbed me from the door it's a really fun book and because it's you know it does exist in a world of magic it's just a lot of odd things happening that are that are interesting um, their dean as they talk about the dean like when we see that when we meet the dean he's alive and then something happens and he's becomes like he has things coming out of his body and he's like a little zombie dude it's just it's just i was like this is all so interesting i love it 
It sounds like it's horror, but it sounds like you just said you keep describing it as fun because it sounds like there's a whiff of comedy in here a little bit. It, it's it, there's some comedy. I, I mean, just like in horror movies, there's always comedy because right, right, there's right. bantering, there's bickering. You know, there there's kids. They're uh, off to a new school, and again, this magical school. So they're. Uh, I forget what happens with the dorm that they thought they were going to be in, but then they get moved to this dorm that seems nicer, but there's a spirit, like, kind of tormenting them at night. Um, so just kind of, the both things are happening at the same time, you know what I mean? And I think, yeah, it's, I to me, horror can be fun. Like, I, I mean, we've already established, like, I like to feel unsettled. Mm-hmm. So, like, that little, that feeling of unsettledness, and you like the journey to being unsettled is fun. It's like, oh man, this is like creeping me out. This is fun. Like that's fun to me. And it's funny. Like there's definitely humor in the book. Definitely worth a definitely worth looking at. And it's just random. It, it, it wouldn't have normally been something I um saw, but it was just like sitting on the shelf by itself and I was like, let me I just wanna let me look through this one. And I and I was like pleasantly surprised. It makes me think of a show I watch uh, yeah. called The Magicians. It's oh got, yeah 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 like, I'm, I'm That's getting a that school? kind. Of, yeah, it's a yeah. school okay. that they're in. It, it gives me that. It sounds like it would give me that kind of vibe. Yeah, and a I, little darker. Maybe. Yeah, it, I was gonna yeah. say. I think it's because it, I've seen a little bit of the magician. Mm-hmm. So I was gonna say. I think this is probably a little, a little darker. Um, but I know that you know there's some real stuff going on right. in that show. Right. Yeah. I did hear the the, the phrase two-headed mummy chimp. Right. You did. <laughs> okay. Good. I have not met the mummy chimp yet. So, but he's in there. And how many issues are? Are out? Um, I think two. It's uh, it's a four. Three, I think three just dropped. Three just dropped. It's a, it's a four issue series. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so and the first three issues are out. Yes. Right now, and are they available? Uh, they are not. Oh. Uh, we sold out of uh, sold out of all of them. Actually, I haven't read number two because it keeps getting sold. Yeah, out. We, <laughs> it was gone before I got a chance to read it. And I and when I realized it, I was like, oh. it's so funny. It's so frustrating to be in a store all day and like miss books. It's like, how did that happen? Uh, one woman like I was reading a book and she asked for it. And I was like, I had to just give it over. It's like, so now I got to wait. <laughs> That's what happens. But she if you're me. listening, ladies and gentlemen, if you're interested in Blackwood or Blackwoods. Blackwood. 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 That's the name of the university. Right. Uh, if you're interested in Blackwood, email us at blacktribbles at gmail.com and put Ariel's reading in the subject line and say that you would want to uh, you want to check out Blackwood. The first person to email us will win the three issues of Blackwood that are available now. We will uh, get them and have them mailed out to you. Um, so all you got to do is email us at blacktribbles at gmail.com. And you can check out Blackwood. Thank you, Ariel. That was pretty dope. Awesome. Thanks. I'm sending my email right now. <laughs> like, Lincoln, get my books for me. Thank you. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you are not eligible. You are not eligible. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ariel. You are no longer just a guest. Oh, uh, okay. You, that's what happens when you join the roster. Um, but look at Chanel typing away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the thought crossed my mind. <laughs> Magicians, I've I've checked out Magicians, and it's just building up on my list of one of those shows I have to check out. Is it really worth that checking out like that? Is so really I think they're either on season three or season four. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a mouthful. It, I didn't. I saw the first either two or three seasons. This season, I'm not watching just because I have so many things that I'm watching right now. Black I can't, in Chicago. I can't. 
I can't fit that in. That That is something that I watch right now. But I can't fit that one in because there's just a whole lineup of shows that I'm watching right now. So I'm going to wait for it to go to Netflix and then Wait a minute. What, what did you say she's watching? Right? Uh, Black Ink yes, Chicago? Yes, that is one of my what guilty is it? pleasures. Black Ink Chicago? Oh, Black Ink. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's the the, um, the tattoo the parlor. Tattoo yeah. Chicago. The Chicago edition. Yes. yes. Well, well, yes. Not as opposed to the New York edition. Is there another one? Or just no, the two? just the two. Oh, okay. I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you own? But you only watch Chicago. Uh, I yeah. I will that's, that's like peek at <laughs> New York, but I really don't like it that much. I like Chicago. Okay, cool. Yeah. I was going to ask in the magicians because I feel like that's a very could be a very tropey show. Are yes. there any tropes in there that jump out at you? Uh, actually, not really, because things happen in that show that you don't expect to happen. It's like a vampire diary. It's 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 like you think that they're going to solve the mystery or fix the problem, and and it just it doesn't happen. But not for the reasons that you think. Right. All this stuff constantly gets thrown at them out of left field. Mm-hmm. So I can't even really think of any trophy stuff. That's why I kind of liked it because it you know wasn't that, right. what you thought it would be when you watch something like right. that. And you can't predict it and because you, can't, it's you really cannot like... predict anything that's going to happen in that show. Well, that's yeah. a good show. That's a good shot. All right. Well, I'm going to check it, check it out. I think, why do I think that it's already on Netflix or something? It, I think the, the first, first few seasons yeah. are. Okay. Yeah. yeah cause I think that's where I actually. Yeah. Get, what network does it air on though? Um, what it's is TNT, it? right? No, no it's um, sci-fi. I feel like it, it's like a sci-fi, sci-fi or, or BBC. No, no, it's, I think it is no, I think it's sci-fi. sci-fi? Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah magicians. All right. Magicians. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have one more feature before we get back into the top 10, and that is right here. Stand back, watch the bomb drop. All the competition that try to compete. Stand back, watch the bomb drop. All the competition that try to compete. It's time for Wiki versus Wiki because we are still working out titles for some of our features. It's a, this is the next uh, attempt at a title. You like this title? Uh, I like that. I like this a little better. Wiki versus Wiki because it's got the little Wiki Wiki. Yeah, turntable thing. I like it. So this is when we take heroes with similar names, put them up against each other, and we ask the comic book Jedi over here, uh, Randy, which is the better character. Okay, and now I was going to go to Wikipedia for these char- two characters, but I feel like I don't have to. I feel like I should be able to just like give them to you and should be able to judge. And uh, Ariel is a comic book fan, uh, comic book fan. She's an owner of Malcolm Comics and Coffee House, uh, so we have fulfilled our contracted obligation to mention the store in every, <laughs> every episode. Yes, we have every episode. Uh, and and Roy, are you a comic book fan? I am. I am. Yes. So yes. so Roy, you can chime in on this as well. I will do. We are coming right off of San Diego Comic Con, ladies and gentlemen. One of the big- and them trailers. Yes. Yeah. And one of the biggest trailers that that dropped and people seem to really love was the trailer for Zachary Levy or uh, yeah Levy in Shazam, and. Um, that's the that's the hero's name now, Shazam. 
But he was not always Shazam. Are you familiar with Shazam, Chanel? No. You're not familiar with the character Shazam? No. You're not a comic book fan, are no. you, Shazam? <laughs> she's not a, yeah, she's not a fan. Yes. Because th- that, that look was like, Shawai. What? I'm like, Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> that was Cousin. That was Cousin. That was cousin. That was cousin. <laughs> <laughs> like that another movie. Okay. All right. Uh, Shazam was not always Shazam. Shazam was formerly known as uh, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, who uh, was a young boy. Uh, the, the, the story goes, a young boy, Billy Batson, um, for some reason, follows a mysterious stranger down into the subway uh, where <laughs> this mysterious stranger leads him to a cave that is, uh, first of all, they jumped down into the tracks. And then, no, they took a train, mm-hmm. and the train takes them to this cave in the subway where Billy Batson, young little boy, about 10, 12 years old, it's a problematic comic book series, but it's from the 40s, what do you know? Oh, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's a little problematic that he follows a stranger, gets onto a subway, and then they uh, empty out into a cave where there's a wizard. In your twisted mind, it's problematic. In a realm of magic and and fantasy and wonder, it's not. If Billy had come home and tell me, guess what, Mom? Guess where I was? <laughs> it would have been problematic. But anyway, this wizard endows Billy with, uh, tells Billy to say his name, which is Shazam, and he turns into the world's mightiest mortal, Captain Marvel. That is the story of Captain Marvel, Chanel. Now you know. Yes. And knowing it's half the battle. Um, however... There is a movie coming out in 2019, along with Shazam, that is called Captain Marvel that is about a totally different character. And this is probably the Captain Marvel that you are aware of, yes. Chanel, because it's a Marvel movie. Yes. <laughs> and it stars Carol, uh, the character Carol Danvers, who now in the Marvel comics is Captain Marvel, uh, who is, I think... Is she in the comics a Kree warrior? She she wasn't always a Kree No, she's not Kree. Yeah, she's not Kree. Yeah. Yeah, the original Captain yeah. Marvel Mar- Mar- yeah. was Kree. Right. She's she's human, I believe. Yeah, she's yeah. an Air Force um, pilot. Yeah. Yeah, I forget how cuz she was Miss Marvel first and she was binary. Uh she was a couple things before. She was Miss Marvel, binary, Warbird. Um there was another one between Warbird and then she went back to Miss Marvel and then she became Captain Marvel. She became Captain Marvel. And that's the movie's coming out under the name of Captain Marvel. So she now will forevermore be adorned with the name of Captain Marvel. Uh, Princess Sparkle Fists at one point. Are you serious? That was just something that, that somebody was, they, they were calling her. Oh, that's funny. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. So, uh, and, and she she's not a Kree warrior, but she was a former Air Force pilot, uh, Carol Danvers, a very decorated um, person. Uh, who somehow became endowed with the, the the powers of the of being Captain Marvel, which became that she could fly, she could shoot beams from her hands, and all this stuff. And now it is developed. Now she is one of the, if not the, most powerful people or mortals, let's say, in the Marvel universe. Yes, am I mm-hmm. correct, yes. sir? Yes. Now, your competition for today, Randy, would be who is the better. Captain Marvel. Is it in fact the Billy Batson uh, character that has always and forevermore long been known as Captain Marvel but is now known only as Shazam or Carol Danvers Captain Marvel or 
Is it another Captain Marvel? Good point. The answer is actually C. Monica Rambeau. That's who I was thinking. Um, yes. So I knew this was coming. Uh, I knew what I was m- My heart will always <laughs> will always lie with Shazam. I'm, I've always been a big fan of Billy Batson and that whole idea of being a kid. You say a magic word, you get superpowers. Right. That's just the greatest thing ever. Um, and like the whole thing that sort of happened with uh, the trademarking and all that kind of stuff. Like, all right, you know, it, it's funny that as a superhero, he can't say his own name. It is. Uh, because if he does, he turns back into uh, you know turns back into a kid, but yeah, but it's it's a, a fascinating thing. Um, but but in, that's after Marvel died, uh, Marvel introduced a ca- another character named Captain Marvel. It was a woman named Monica Rambeau who was able to turn into various forms of electromagnetic energy, and she she was uh, an, she go ahead she became an Avenger. She was an African American woman for Chanel. Oh, may not know. I'll, I'll pull up a picture for you. Uh, she became an Avenger and actually at one point became the leader of the Avengers. It was in charge of the whole thing and um, and then they wanted to go a different direction with the with the Avengers and the the creator. Well, I think Roger Stern created her. I don't know created, if he created the, her. but he was writing the book at the time. He was he was completely against it. And actually left the book because he didn't want them to go the direction that they went with her. And so he left the book, uh, and she kind of went into limbo for a very long time. Did a couple of one shots, and she would show up and like fight racism for like an issue, and then she would disappear again. Um, and then they brought her back in this amazing miniseries called Next Wave, Age, where Agents of <laughs> Agents of Hate. Of hate. <laughs> uh, it was it was just an amazing series, and everybody in there was just it was just lots of profanity. And she was all she did was talk about how she used to be an Avenger, the, the whole thing, while she was just kicking lots of butt. Um, they brought her back in, uh, finally in Luke Cage's, uh, his Mighty Avengers team, where she got a new name, um, they gave her the name Spectrum, um, and the, the great part about her and Carol Danvers is that they both have had a bunch of names, There's a, there was an issue with the two of them just sort of going back and forth, like, chatting each other's names at each other, like, oh, yeah, Spectrum, oh, what do you, what do you got to say, Pulsar, and just go, because uh, she was Pulsar, she was Photon, she was, um, there was another one between her Captain Marvel and Photon, and she finally settled on Spectrum, um, and they did some actually very cool stuff with, with her in the book called The Ultimates, her and, and Captain Marvel were on a team together, and she was just a more interesting character, and I they if they had stayed on a a direction with her, and I I think she would have maintained the the mantle a little better. Carol Danvers for me right now feels a little forced. Yeah. I think yeah. Monica as Captain Marvel would if she had stayed Captain Marvel would have been a cooler thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, uh, Lord, her Carol Danvers. She just never interested me beyond because uh, originally she and Mystique were like with bump heads, and so that was I was interested in her because she was connected to X Men. But just on her own, like I could, I have never really yeah felt anything for her. And it, it, I mean, they've done a lot to to sort of build the character up and make her a little bit more interesting. And you know, they're they're retelling some of her origin now and adding some stuff to it. But it, it's it's taken a lot, and for a long time, the, she was most popular for how they used to Carol Danvers for how they t- uh, tore her character down um, in the Avengers. Um, famously, well, one thing, Rogue uh, of the X Men, her connection with Rogue is Rogue basically like um, 
for those who don't know, Rogue, she, she touches people, she absorbs her observes their power but and she, memories and memories but if if she touches somebody for too long she absorbs everything and carol danvers is the person who she touched and took all of her powers all of her memories and basically carol danvers like the character got thrown into a coma for like uh i think a, a couple of years for a couple of years yeah yeah they basically like, forgot the character and then when they and which then builds up rogue and then when they brought carol danvers back and i believe this was uh at this point, maybe it happened before this. I can't remember. They just jerked this character over. They had her more or less raped by this alien and had this baby implanted in her that then grew to real, like, came out and grew to, like, a man in, like, you know, 10 seconds like they do in the, in the, in the comics. And he was, like, this great cosmic baby. and But she was felt maternal for it, even though, despite how it all happened, it, it made absolutely no sense. And then in dealing with all of, all of that and the ramifications of that, which were too many to name right now because for this 30, 40 year old comic book series. Then she lapsed into alcoholism and was an alcoholic. I mean, they they just jerked her character over. And it's so much so that to me, it almost sounded like when they wanted to give her the, the Captain Marvel uh, mantle. One, I knew that that was just a copyright thing for them to keep the Captain right, the, the rights to Captain Marvel because it was time to renew it. Um, but also was like, well, you know, we jerked her over so much. Let's like, you know, build her up a little bit. Like, um, it it really was a shame. It, and it just to, like Randy was alluded to with the Monica Rambeau character, they jerked her over when she was not only the leader of the Avengers, she was renowned as one of the best leaders of the Avengers. Yeah. And then basically the powers that be said, no, we want to reinstate Captain America uh, as a leader, um, the person who trained her to be the leader, yet in order for him to take over the leadership, they said, well, just have her mess up a lot and then he'll take over, which made absolutely no sense. It made, because if you want to put him as a leader, all you have to do is say, you know, hey, Cap's coming back as the leader. Anybody would just say, well, hell, okay, yeah, right. Cap's, I'm not, I, I'm not going to tell Cap what to do. Cap tells me what to do. And no matter how good you are, that would have been made more sense than to just tear this character down. And then she, they just threw her down the well. Uh, and um, this whole Wiki versus Wiki was all about just setting up Randy to give a shout out to Monica Rambeau. <laughs> I knew he was going to do it. I didn't even have to tell him. I didn't even have to tell him. Because, you know, Shazam, great. The trailer looks great. It looks like it's going to be a great movie. And I like Brie Larson, so I'm looking forward to Captain Marvel next year. You know, it, hopefully it's, it's really cool and all that. But for my money, and as much as like Randy, I grew up with Captain Marvel, you know, Shazam. And I really don't even care about all of that because I always like Captain Marvel Jr. myself more. So uh, my Captain Marvel was always Monica Rambeau. And I always thought her costume was better, too. Yeah, her costume was dope. It was dope. Black and white with her afro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was my love. It was my love. All right. Um, Roy, you're a comic book fan. Anything yes. you want to give last words on Monica Rambeau's Captain Marvel? Um, no, again, like I was a huge fan. I didn't know she was the leader of the Avengers. I yeah. kind of missed. Yeah, missed, she was running things for a bit. Missed that part, but no. But it was again. It's one of those things where it's like, like, like she, you know, was again like one of the more powerful beings in the universe. But they kind of downplayed it a little bit. Like you didn't hear much 
as much of her character as you did of you know, the Carol Danvers character, which always kind of confused me because right. again, because like, it's Captain Captain Marvel, you would think, all right, this is one of the flagship characters of your you know of your brand, but you never really heard. I I, I never really heard much about her. Um, when I was watching, when I was reading comics, but I was, but to be fair though, I was kind of more of a, more of an X Men fan back then, so I was kind of more more of the, you know, the uncanny X Men. You know, that was those were my favorite runs of, of Marvel comics back then. So X Men yeah. was everybody's like like eighties nineties. Yeah. X Men was your gateway. Yeah, in the like comics. like like Chris Claremont X Men is the reason why like I love comic books and that and then the Jim Lee run and then all that stuff and it's like that's the reason I mean that's the reason why I fell in love with comic books so I was more of an X-Men never got into DC but I was more an X-Men than anything mm-hmm. um, like you know Avengers and all that stuff it was just pretty much X-Men so. we'll have to talk later okay all oh right. lord <laughs> alright ladies and gentlemen uh, let's continue on the top 10 summer top 10 movie tropes we're having fun here on WPPM Philly Cam Black Tribbles Going through uh, the top ten movie tropes with Joan Appetit, Roy and Chanel Burton. Yep, yep. Right here, Joan Appetit, a great food podcast. They can tell you all about the best places to, uh, all over the country. These people vacation on food. That's what they do. It, it, it's, it's insane. However, they're here to talk about movie tropes. But we learned something in the green room that Chanel was basically told show up here and not was given much head, head heads up on exactly what we we're talking about. Unbeknownst to Chanel, I had given Roy a list of top 10 subjects he could choose from. And he just quickly chose movie tropes and did not tell Chanel anything <laughs> no, about it no, he didn't. until maybe like today and she, she cobbled together a list. So when we came here, I gave uh, Chanel no, hey, you could have chosen from and I, I just gave one thing off her, off my list, and immediately you would have swore I just put in front of her face a Max's cheesesteak because her <laughs> mouth started watering <laughs> because she said, "Oh my God, yes, I want to do that." So, Chanel, yes. we don't need ten, but really quick, if you could give us off the top of your head a top five list of the best lips. Okay, and it's not for the re- not all of them are for the reason that <laughs> they're fair. Okay, the first one, LL Cool J. LL Cool J. Just because he's known for his lips, the licking. Not that I like it or anything. It's just something that everyone recognizes him for. He's been doing it for a hundred years, just licking his lips. <laughs> and, and apparently, you you are appreciative. It's, it's noticeable. It's noticeable. <laughs> it's noticeable. Is, is that what is that what we're calling it? Noticeable. Noticeable. Okay. All right. Okay. Chris Evans, Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah. Really? Now yeah. I gotta Google his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Captain America. Right. I love everything about Captain America, and I love his lips. <laughs> What are they? Red, white, and blue? Like what's no, no. I I'd rather not. Okay, okay. I'd rather not. All right. So Captain America, Chris Evans. Okay. Bobby Brown. Whoa. (laughs) And this one is because Bobby Brown's lips always tell us when he might be flying a little high. 
He gets this twisted mouth yes, thing. Yes, they kind of hang. Yeah, and they kind of <laughs> hang. So when I think lips, immediately I think Bobby Brown because if I'm watching an interview, I'm like, oh, Bobby's been drinking or something. Yeah, it's, not, it's, not are, drink, it's not drinking. <laughs> those lips not are drinking. doing something weird. Uh, so Bobby Brown. Uh, <laughs> number four is Angelina Jolie, just because she has some of the most recognizable lips. Very there true. Are. And then number five, Roy Burton. Because I love his lips. Who? That's my top five. That's your top five? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Roy? Uh, Dylan, Dylan. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan, and Dylan. Those are my five. <laughs> Smart man. He's pissy hot fire. He's pissy hot fire. Smart man. Nice Smart man. Sir. I like that. I like that. That's a good list. That's a very good list. I enjoyed that. Yeah, kind of all over the place, but that's off the cuff. That was impressive. That was very impressive. Yeah. I, I would. I like how you went different places for yeah. why, because I'm clearly I'm, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking about one thing. John, John, John Wick yeah. one through five. Yeah. <laughs> Past, present, and future John Wick. Yes. Yes. All right. So cool. I, I would have I would never have saw Chris Evans on that list, but that's, yeah, that's a good one. Love him. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay, all right. That was a Delisandro's cheesesteak look that she had in her eyes. Right there. All right. Um, speaking of cheesesteaks, since you are the food connoisseurs, now my contention is that there are only I mean there are places you can go and get an I cheesesteak in mm -hmm. Philadelphia. But my contention is that there are only really three places in Philadelphia to get a very good cheesesteak. They're probably like 1A, 1B, 1C. Okay. So I'm curious if if either of these places makes your list as the best places in Philly to go for a cheesesteak. So what is the best place to go for a cheesesteak? Are you agreed on this or you each, is this a debate? Well, the the, the the two cheesesteaks that we like the best are kind of specialty cheesesteaks. Yes. They're not they're not your regular, you know, whiz on a roll on your Friday night. The two our two favorite places. Well, what's the, wait, 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 what's okay. the what's the cheese steak that you like? I, I like that. What's the specialty cheese? So, well, they're they're different. So, there's one place, uh, Mike's Barbecue, that has the brisket cheese steak. That okay, we talked about before. Um, the other place that, that we like is called Woodrow's. It's on South Street. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they have a cheese steak, but they have a special. They call it a truffle cheese whiz. It's like a, it's like a, the cheese sauce. It's made with like truffles and like a white cheddar sauce. Mm -hmm. It's not like your canned cheese whiz. It's not you know slices of American cheese. It's a different cheese sauce. It just kind of changes the whole flavor of the steak. Those okay. are our two favorites. So, but like if people ask us, you know, what's our favorite cheese steak? We always kind of give a disclaimer. It's like these aren't the cheese steaks you see on TV when you're watching the Eagles game, and they show that that you know the, the B roll of them. You know, yeah, every doing time, every single time. These aren't those cheese steaks. I mean, those cheese steaks are fine, but these are a little bit different. So, if you want one of those cheese steaks, then there's a you know there's a couple places. Now, if you do want those cheese steaks, I think we have different ideas I think of we do. where we would yeah. go. Because I would go to Cleavers, and that's um, at 18th and Chestnut. Cleavers on 18th, 18th and Chestnut. Yeah, I've never even heard of yeah. most of these places. I just <laughs> man, so that's where I would go if I want the kind that you see on TV that Philly is known for. Uh, Wait just a minute, a regular cheesesteak. They make they make good cheesesteaks. They make very good cheesesteaks. Because now I'm just seeing yeah. them. I'm seeing they make them now. Very go good. There 18th and Chestnut. I just I feel like I'm not experiencing Philadelphia. Like hearing you all talk about, I'm like I don't even know what that is. 
It's so like, they, and I've been here 10 years. They make great cheesesteaks. Yes, they do. Like a great, like, average, just like, boom, cheese. Give me a cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. Like, give yeah, me a cheesesteak. Give me a cheesesteak, fried yes. onions, you know. Nice size. You, nice. Good size. Good, 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 size. good amount of meat. Good amount of Very meat. Very good amount of meat. So it's cleavers. 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 Not to be confused with beaver cleaver. No, no not no. beaver cleaver. Not Wally cleaver. <laughs> not Wally. No. <laughs> not Mrs. Cleaver. <laughs> not Mrs. You know, Mr. That's and Mrs. Cleaver. That's my personal favorite. So Roy has a different one. Again, I'm... More basic than anything. I mean, if I'm going to get a cheesesteak, a, a regular cheesesteak, I'll go to Jim's on South Street. Jim's on South Street. Mm-hmm. Jim's yeah. Steaks on South Street. Street. Yep. That's where you're going. That's where I'm going. Not Ishka Bibbles? I like, I like Ishka Bibbles. I, like, I mean, I like Ishka Bibbles. I like Ishka Bibbles, but I, but I like Jim's. I like Jim's. I'm not a fan of Jim's. I'm not a fan of Jim's either. What are, what are your what are your what are you guys' favorites? Because y'all didn't name either, the, not one of the three places I would have gone to. Okay, now what are, now Wait, what are your favorites? I'm going to Max's on Broad and Erie. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to uh, Chubby's. Chubby's. Okay. Or I'm going across the street to Del Sandro's. Yeah. See, she hasn't had those yet. No. Uh, so. Wait a minute. Yeah, you gotta have. Yeah, you gotta no. get down. But has, has there only been two epi- episodes of Joy no. Petite? Like, how no. have you not gone to one of these places? <laughs> because yet? the steaks that I've tried in South Jersey and the ones that I've tried in Philly were. Cleavers was just the best one, and I just I like Cleavers, and it's going to be hard to get me not. You got to get the Del Sandro's. Everyone keeps saying that. Yeah, them things. Them things. Del- that's, that's, that, and that's on that's on me. That's, that's on, on me. him. I, I don't even know her. where that is. I haven't taken her. I haven't taken what? her. I don't know where that I is. I haven't taken her. She has. She does. She, she doesn't send me emails. He doesn't <laughs> tell me about shows. He doesn't take me to get cheesesteaks. Do y'all live in the same house? Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, she, yeah. I need to. I need to take her there. Uh, I need to take her there. Chubby's. Uh, they have a chicken cheesesteak uh-huh. oh with broccoli rob okay. that is ridiculous. Okay. And I was like, why is this even a thing? I think it's still on the menu. I had it there a few years ago. Okay. And it was magnificent. Yeah. Uh, Chubby's yeah. is good. Now, ch- yeah, yeah, Chubby's, ch- Chubby's and Dallas Sanders are very good cheesesteaks. Very good. Yeah. I don't want to put them on our list because she's never had them, so I didn't want to you know, put it out there. Yo, you know what I hate about Max's, though? The Just line. trying to park around there. Yeah. Oh, parking is impossible. Bruh. It's impossible. Oh, Max's. Hey, are you even aware of Max's? No. Max is, <laughs> Max is is right on the corner of Broad and Erie. Um, it, it basically it's it's a club too, but it, it. Oh, I used to live around there when I went to Temple, right? You yeah, asking me where you live? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I used to live around there when I went to Temple. You you probably did. You probably. I did. wonder if I got it back then, and just don't remember. You probably you would remember. Would you, <laughs> you would because Max's Max is, one Max's are are huge, and they are good. They are good. And if you go there, it, like there'll be lines like at Del Sandro's outside. Well, I've been I've, I've been not, been yeah, I don't know anything about yeah. that. I, I bet Cleavers does not have the lines <laughs> that Del Sandro's and Max's does. As a matter of fact, I know that because I've been, I've, I've never eaten. Yeah, they don't Cleavers, have the line, but, but I've passed Cleavers, so I know where it is. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to try is, it. Cleavers is very good. I mean, you would, you will be, you will be satisfied. You'll be satisfied. You got to be saying man. something to, to, to match Max's and Del Sandro's. But Roy, yes. you are you are really disappointing me, man. Yes. The what Broad you, Street line, you yes. haven't gotten her up there to Broad and I, Erie. I, ha, I haven't I haven't taken her to Roxborough to get the get the Chubbies and Delasandros. I, I yeah. Get on there's, it. There's only there's only because we actually had and a, we tasted we a like thing. tons we tasted of cheesesteaks like, last like, year. Like, probably like close to 15 different cheesesteaks last year. Those were we just not never, on we just never list. made it. There. How don't you start there? I, I just like. It's not the most convenient place for us to get to all the time, you know. So where do y'all? Where, where, what part of the city? We're over in Jersey. We're over in Jersey. Oh, well, that's why. Right. See, see, see. This, is, this explains it. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this explains. This explains it. It's Jersey. All right. 
you're forgiven. Thank you. Thank you. You're forgiven. <laughs> for now. For now. For now. Yes, for now. When we work on this other project we've been talking about, I'm, uh-huh. I'm bringing you some okay. chubbies and Let's some do it. Let's do it. Yes, we're going to have to do a t- We're going to do a steak-off. We'll, we'll do a steak-off. We'll do a we'll steak-off. Steak we'll leave gyms at home. Nobody eats gyms. I don't know what Roy's, yeah, yeah. Roy's got <laughs> to rest. I don't even want to Roy's. But we'll get some Delisandros, <laughs> some Maxes, and some Cleavers. Yes. And we'll, and yes, that's, this is happening. Yes. This is happening, Chanel. Yes. The education of Chanel. Yes. That's what it is. Steak off. Steak off. It's a steak off. And, and you know, you know what? And we'll do it at we'll do it at Amalgams. Since she's never right. been there either. You, okay. So I'm so here. Ariel will be the, we're making shows here. We're Ooh, making boom. history. We'll bring some cheesesteaks. You guys bring some cheesesteaks. We'll steaks. bring some cheesesteaks. Let's do it. Yes. Are we do doing it. like blind taste tests? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be, that'd be fun. Dude. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Dope. That's yeah. what we want to do. Yes. So we'll bring our own, have someone else arrange the plate. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, oh let's God. do this. Let's if do you this. do this while I'm going, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you're leaving in the next three weeks. No, you, yeah. Yeah. All right. So this will happen. In, okay. We can't do it without Randy. <laughs> no. And it's like we're eating cheesesteaks, so we should do this when the weather's turning cool. Like, you know, start putting on, you know, your winter, yes. your winter warmth. You know what? We'll do this at the start of the Eagle season. Yeah. Okay, when's I like that? that. Uh, football season. Month, month, month and a half. Yeah, month and a half. Yeah. yeah September. September. Yep. Okay. Okay. So that'll be perfect. I don't know. <laughs> that'll be perfect. So there you, oh, there you go. There you go. We're making history, ladies and gentlemen. It'll be it'll be the perfect, it'll be the crisis of infinite podcasts. Ooh, I like that. Because it'll be the Black Tribbles, John Appetit, the Broad Street Line, cheesesteak off on the, on, the, on the first game First home game for the Eagles in the 2018. I like okay. that. I like, I like that. I like lot. that. I like that. There we go. Let's do it. It might actually. Uh, it's the first home game. At, well, we got to do it Thursday night. Yeah, well, so we got to do it like a, a later game. First home game is a, is a Thursday it's night. A Thursday game. night game. Yeah. Yeah. So then we can do it here. Okay. We can do it right here, live on air. I thought we can't eat in here. <laughs> you just said it. All right, well. Trouble. Yeah. We got a green room for a reason. Okay. <laughs> there you go. There we go. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Or, or, or we'll, hey, we'll make it happen. <laughs> we'll make it happen. And it'll and maybe it'll be a remote. Maybe we'll do a remote broadcast from Amalgam. I'm down. Yes. I just want to be there. Well, you'll be there. Okay, I'm just saying, wherever it is, I just I would also like a plate. <laughs> like a plate. A plate of cheesesteaks. Thank you. Yep. Okay. All right. So this is happening. Oh. Yes. Oh, this is great. This is great. Oh, fantastic. Oh, Len's excited. <laughs> yeah. Let's save this for for the for the for the, for the fall, so I can have a sweatshirt on because I'm gonna feel. Yes. Really we, fat. Well, we're doing it. We just said we're doing it in the fall. Really fat. Yeah. Like yeah. We're that's like it. cheese. Like that's that's winter food. Yeah, it's like, ooh, yeah, you getting cozy. Can make sure we have some milkshakes to wash it down. That's Ariel's request. Milkshakes? Yes! If you're going to do it, go all the way out. Go yes. all the way out. So there's one cheese plate, to, uh, cheese steak place that I was going to because I could get a Sunday after. It was a whole thing. I think Cleaver's, Cleaver's does milkshakes. milkshakes. Cleaver's has milkshakes. Yeah. Listen, right. yeah. Fiori's yeah. right across the street. Milkshakes and regular milkshakes. Yeah, you get, you yeah. get a spiked. Yeah. Fiori's right across the street from Amalgam does milkshakes too, and the milkshakes are amazing. Okay. okay. And their cheesesteaks are really good. <laughs> They're Add them to the list too. They've got me on a nightly uh, milkshake run. Okay. Though I prefer, like my favorite is Coldstone. 
Uh, but Coastal's the best. Yeah, yeah. I just. <laughs> that's Roy. Cake when I shake. yeah when a cake, cake yeah, when, when I was like wait I was like y'all will put cake in the milkshake I was like I would like cake in my milkshake I'd like extra cake in the milkshake thank you yeah and so when I can't make it up there uh, that's my uh, quick spot they do have good milkshakes I see your cake in a milkshake and raise you a place in Frankfurt Germany called What's Beef it's a Biggie Smalls themed burger place what. They make milkshakes, and they make a, a Nutella donut milkshake, and oh. you get a milkshake with a donut on top of it, and the straw is jammed through the milkshake, through the donut, the donut into the milkshake, okay. and there's Nutella inside the donut. Wow. It's levels. It's insane. I'm like, why would you even do this? Like, <laughs> stop it. It's ridiculous. Okay. We do have to finish tonight's show. Though. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, figured it's already wow, wow. This is it's epic. It's already like going on ten forty five. <laughs> all right. So so we'll do one more go around of of tropes between all of us. We've got ten, so that's fine. Um, we've done it. So we'll go one more go around, uh, and we'll start with Ariel. Uh, don't you need to give us another one? Oh, I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did, and I and I had it in my head too. Um, uh, the, the trope was oh. And I do hate this. I hate the interrupted kiss. When people are about to kiss and then something interrupts. It's the kiss you've been waiting for and something interrupts it. And it's usually... and I hate it because the only reason it's interrupted is because they're taking so long to get to each other's mouth. Now is the anticipation, Lynn. Anticipate this. <laughs> I mean, come on. If you, you want to do it, let's get at it and give me your tongue, ma'am. And let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. And go for it. But no, now we've got to look longingly into each other's eyes. And which, who's going to go left? Who's going to go right? And we've got to blink and wait for the eyes to close and Hey mom, come on, man. <laughs> let's just get let's just get at it. I hate that. It, 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 it annoys me. And and maybe it's me also because I'm a uh I'm a huge fan of kissing. Like I I like that like that's like my number one. Like if you can't kiss like like my lady, she can kiss. She kisses like like none other. Her kisses turn me on. That's why she's my lady. Like cuz you have to be able to kiss. I cannot, like, so that's why I'm waiting to see if you want to be bringing it. And, you know, like, <laughs> so that, that's why that bothers me. All right, so one more go around. Let's go to Ariel. All right, so since uh, we're on our last one, I'm going to go with my number one, uh, which is the chosen one. Oh. Mm. You don't like that? Or is it just a, no, a trope that you're... Sp- just a trope. No, because it, it didn't say top 10 movie tropes you hate. No, no, said, no, 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 no. Oh, no, okay. Sorry. I was like, don't put words in my mouth. I actually <laughs> like the chosen one. And I mean, it's, you know, it's... That's a thing, you know, from Buffy to Neo to... I Frodo. Guess Frodo. Or, I mean, really, wasn't, wasn't it more so Aragon? Was he the chosen one? I guess, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah I mean, yeah, Frodo yeah. had the ring, but... Luke, yeah. was Luke... I guess Luke is the... yeah. Wait, who? Luke. Luke Skywalker. Oh, Skywalker. Luke. Okay. Yeah, I sometimes say Luke who, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, because there's so many Lukes, and I was like, Cage? <laughs> um, I, guess, I mean, I guess he's the chosen one. Yeah. I guess. You know. Yeah. You know. 
But uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like, I mean, Luke. I don't know. Like when I think chosen, when I think someone who was de- like, who is destined, not mm, just like the light shown on this person right yeah like you yeah, are the, you, it, you it was more like you know luke was born into the right yeah, family it was like, like a destiny kind so of you, like, or something like timac yeah like bruce leroy <laughs> yes you know like if you're the last dragon if you're the, la- if you're the last of all of the dragons if you're the last you're certainly the of the dragons yes <laughs> and you can make your whole body glow <laughs> And you got the glow. <laughs> Your body knows you, you got, got the glow. You can't let go. You got the glow. <laughs> it's the power of elevation. Chanel, what do you have? Because <laughs> obviously they're, I don't know what track they're on. Let's, um, <laughs> if you love the uh, So I guess my last one I'll go with. When the scary looking janitor, guard, custodian, or whatever <laughs> is like the decoy, you think, oh, yes. that's the killer, that's yes. the killer, but it's really not. And you really don't think it's the killer. You know, they're just kind of throwing it in there. Yeah, you know, they're setting you up. Yeah, it, it's like the setup. So that's annoying because it always happens. And now you get to the point where you're like, that's not the killer. Yeah. <laughs> and it's disrespectful to janitors. Exactly. It's like they're just trying to do their job. Exactly. <laughs> Don't de- demonize them. Yeah. Can I just work? I just work. I got this club for It's like, I am not worried about any of y'all and y'all shenanigans. <laughs> I'm trying to mop the floor and exactly. go home. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I'm just working to wait till five o'clock. I ain't here for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a, good, that's a good one. Yeah. That does annoy me as well. What you got, Roy? So when the villain is a shapeshifter, there's always a point in the movie. Uh, where they change their shape or their appearance to be someone close to the protagonist. Mm-hmm. The protagonist always has to say, how do I know it's you? Like, how do I really know it? I was watching Terminator 2 the other day, and then the, the liquid Terminator turned into Sarah Connor. Yes. And then, you know, the kid, you know, John, he's, he's trying to figure out if that's really his mom. Right. And then she comes up, kind of comes up behind him and shoots him like eight times. So it's always that moment. It's like, well, how do I know it's you? You know, when was I born? What's my name? It's always, mm-hmm. it's like, come on, man. It's like, how many times we got to do this? Happens a lot in my favorite TV show. The Magicians? Super Black Ink Chicago. <gasps> Supernatural? Oh. Yes. That's my favorite TV show in the whole wide world. God, yes. Yes. I love Supernatural. That's a good show. Well, I, I dipped after like season 10. No, I'm still in it. You're still in it? <laughs> I'm still in I had it. To, I had to let it go. Like some things I, I had to let, let Supernatural go. go. I had to let Walking Dead go. But um, Walking Dead might be gone for me, but um, Supernatural, I'm sticking it out. Every year I say to myself, it's okay if they end it here. I won't be mad. But I yeah, I mean, it. I feel like once you once you get to angels, I felt like <laughs> the angel season could have been the last season. Yeah, see, like it's like I'm not a su- I don't watch Supernatural on a regular, but my lady does, so I've you know caught it. And to me, it almost got to the level where like everything is is, is there. Like there, there was like okay, it was Supernatural, it was like witches and warlocks and monsters. And I was like, and then it was like. Angels, I was like, well, be, y'all have run out. And well, God, no, well, God, and God, God like up. you meet yeah. God, you meet you meet prophets, <laughs> heaven. Yeah, but no, but the thing is, because the show was supposed to end at season five, yeah. it was a complete story. The, the yeah. creator of the show leave left after season five because he was telling 
like this, this, this parallel right. tale of like heaven and earth, right. which is like beautiful. And then they kept going after that. So now they've interacted with angels and, and God because that's where that first run was taking them. And so now it just becomes commonplace. But now I know they're like in a place where nobody's banging with them. I I heard it's like oh when you die there will be nothing Not, yeah yeah <laughs> like they have they have done they when pissed they die, everybody off they have pissed everybody yeah, off they're the not coming are done back with them. yeah they're done yeah, they're, there's no heaven for them they're just done wow. so I'm just waiting for it waiting for them to be done yeah I, I'm riding with it I love it. it's my favorite show well I I can I can uh, rep for that because sometimes when you stick with a show longer than you probably should but then you're like well, I can't go gotta now. ride it out. <laughs> Gotta see how it ends. Yeah, like I let go. I think I let go of Walking Dead just in time that I don't feel the pull. Well, I saw the trailer and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Uh, it's Rick's last season. Yeah, Yeah, that's why I'm watching because it's his last. But it's also um, somebody else's. I think it's Carol, not Carol. um, Daryl, Maggie. I think it's. Well, I don't like Maggie anyway, so I don't. I from the. It's Maggie's last season too. I didn't think it was from the trailer. That's not the vibe I got. No, maybe from the trailer. Okay, she's announced. Oh, okay. That she's not going to be. Yeah, I don't really care about her. Yeah, I'm. I'm, She's come a long way. No, she has. She has. But I'm. I'm, I never really liked her. What? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) She wasn't supernatural enough. (laughs) Um, Roy, what you got? That was mine. That was. I had the the uh, the shape shifting. Oh, you did. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Uh, Randy. Um, this one is, it's, it's, it's kind of new, but, and I, and I feel like it's just because there's a lot of ideas running out and stuff mm. and it's the idea of Easter eggs. Oh, well, well wait a it, minute. It, 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 it like sort of cross pollinated Easter eggs. Okay. So when you have, um, the, the one that that got me the most was in uh, 2009 Star Trek uh, in the midst of uh, like the explosions like when they first showed up at Vulcan R2-D2 is out there what? Really? yeah huh oh. are like, you it, sure? It, yeah. really? yeah well, I'm sure it probably is yeah I... it, it, you, you gotta slow it down but, and and so now you're seeing a lot of that like there's a a, a back to uh, like a back to the future reference in uh, in Infinity War, is it Infinity War, or is, I, I may have just read about that in Avengers Four, um, and so it, it feels like they're trying to like bring everything into everything, and then you get Ready Player One, um, <laughs> which is nothing but like yeah, yeah it, but, but that's just, the book though yeah, I mean. well, yeah, and in but it, it feels like now in everything has to be sort of n- nostalgic. Well, I mean and. Uh, but Easter eggs are the the creators, you know, paying homage to, you know, the culture. And, and I'm, of I'm, their I'm, I'm okay with a good one, with, with, with like a, a great random Easter egg. And they've done a lot. The the, the the MCU is full of them. Right. Um, probably the best one was uh, the Human Torch in um, Captain in, the first, in, Captain in the first Captain America. Like that was the best thing I. I'm like, oh, what? Oh, okay, and it just kind of went. For those for those looking, it's the it was the android, the original Human Torch, um, who is a character from the 1940s. For, yeah, he was in the Invaders with Captain America. Right. Um, if you go to the first Captain America, there's a scene. I think it's at the World's at the Fair. World's Fair. Yeah. And you can see this this um, like it's a this glass tube, glass tube, and this this 
body who was basically an android in there in a red suit. That is the original Human Torch. Well, what it sounds like is that you like when the Easter egg is referencing something deeper, yeah, deeper in the yeah. same lore. Yeah, yeah. But like that, when that you start a of random. But yeah, right. random ones, I'm like, eh, yeah. I don't know. But like the really, really deep cut ones, like that one was great. Um, in the first Thor, when they're walking through uh, um, Odin's throne room, and you see like the like the casket of ancient winners and just like really random old stuff like that that somebody came up with for a story 20 years ago and they put it there and you're like and nine tenths of the people don't get it right. but it's like oh that thing that's the okay thank you very much that I, I, I'm a fan of that that I'm in, that I'm, I'm I'm good with okay I, I I hear you I mean it's a trope it definitely is a trope and either you like it or you or you don't I I tend to enjoy a lot of that type of stuff so it's cool with me like I, i'm thinking about from um guardians of the galaxy i think the second one well it's only been two uh was after the, the, in the second one when um they go to the 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 collector um realm and and you know you see all the stuff that he collected now i think that about, was the first one no it's the infinity war infinity war it was, it was infinity, infinity war, war. i was talking about yeah because you see the blue man yeah tobias tobias from uh, arrested development oh uh, yeah yeah you know in one of the cages because he oh i definitely yeah, did not see collector, that collector collector <laughs> yeah and a lot of people missed it but. i don't but i've only seen it twice so i feel like that's yeah, fine yeah it's, it's it's a it's it's quick it, you it's not even reference. It's not like a you know, close up. You know, it's one. It's deep in the in the in the shot, so you wouldn't notice it. All right, we got time for one more, and this is mine. And this is it, this is definitely my number one. It's a it's a trope. Um, I like it. Uh, well, I don't like it, but I have to live with it. And and that is Nia Long. And uh, what my trope about Nia Long is that you know, I you know have a un a probably unhealthy. Uh, uh, affection for Nia Long, but mm-hmm. I share this affection with a great many black men, and apparently mm-hmm. every black man that has ever been in the movies. Because I contend that Nia Long is every black man's girlfriend, and every black man, I think they do movies just so Nia Long can be their girlfriend. Ice Cube, <laughs> she's, been, she's been Ice Cube's uh, girlfriend in at least four movies. And I contend that the only reason she is in Keanu, the Jordan uh, Key and Peele movie, is because they always wanted to do a movie with Nia Long as their girlfriend. <laughs> she is way too old to be his wife in that movie. But, she, but, but, but no, she's going to be... That, You're sounding jealous, Len. Yes, I yeah, am. I say, yeah. because like, that's why jealousy My is. dream for the Black Tribbles is for us to make it big enough so that I can be in a scene <laughs> with Nia Long. And, oh, and, wow. and my heart was crushed farther than it ever has been. Because then I'm sitting there enjoying the Netflix series, Dear White People, and no and behold, no, Nia Long has to come and be this sexy teacher or whatever in this movie. All of a sudden now she's the world's sexiest MILF. And, and dude, not only that, had Nia Long in the, my favorite place to have a person is outside by the water. And that's where he has the along. Oh, wow. Okay. Take a, take a breath. Lynn is agitated. 
agitated. Take deep breath. Woosa. Roy can feel your pain. <laughs> <laughs> You're with me, Roy? Yes, he's with nah, me. Nah, 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 I can't be. No, I'm not. No, I'm not good. No. No, no, no. No, no. Dylan, 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 Dylan. We'll talk, Roy. <laughs> we'll talk. I know exactly what you're saying, bro. <laughs> See? Thank you. To be quite honest, I love you like a brother, but if we make this movie and they're like, all right, who, is, who, who, whose girlfriend is going to be Nia Long? We'll probably have to fight for that one. And, you know, if you win, I'm okay with that. Um, uh, but I, I'm, I'm okay with, uh, you know, we can, we can pond far for that one. Yeah, okay. Bring Dope. your pond far. <laughs> bring it. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it. Because remember, that's a movie trope. I'm just going to shoot you. Okay. <laughs> Double tap. Double tap. Double tap. All right, ladies and gentlemen. No honor. No. Um, this has been so much fun. This has been so much thanks, fun. Thanks for having us. Thank well, you for having it. us. Awesome. But it's not over. Because the time has come. Uh oh. For you, Roy Burton. Yes, sir. You, Chanel Burton, of the Jean Appetit podcast, to become one with the Triple Nation. And to do so, you must first adorn yourself with a triple designation that indicates where your geek lies. So we will start, ladies, first with Chanel. Uh, can I be uh, the supernatural triple? The Triple Nation is vast and large, and we have quite a number of Supernatural oh. fans. There is already a Supernatural Triple. I'm sorry. Can I be the cute Supernatural Triple? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. Well, there you go. So you will be the cute <laughs> do you want? Do you want the article in front of it? Do you want to be the cute? Yes, su- the cute. <laughs> Supernatural trouble. Not a cute, but the the, the, the cute. The the cute supernatural trouble. I like that. I like the specificity (laughs) of that. Roy, what will be your... I'd like to give a nod to the sports, my sports background. So I want to do a little play on words. Can I be the double triple? Ooh. Nicely done, sir. Double triple. We do not have a double triple. Thank you. Thank you. Nicely done. I, I had to check the memory banks. We have a triple set, but we don't have a triple double triple. Double, double triple. Tri- I like that. Very well done. Thank you. Thank you. But it is not official, okay. Burton's, <laughs> because you must first take the triple oath of allegiance. Oh goodness! <laughs> and to lead you in said triple oath of allegiance, will one of my triples like to do it? Or? I got you. You got that? Yep. All right, it's really simple. Very simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, just repeat after me. I'm a triple furry. I'm a triple true. I'm a triple furry. I'm, I'm a, a triple, triple true. true. From the way I roll to the way I coo. From the, From the way, way I roll, roll to, to the, the way, way I coo. coo. So, so shall it be said. So shall it be done. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank, thank you. The cute supernatural triple and double triple. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God. This now is... I want to go play double dribble. <laughs> <laughs> this is so dope. This is so dope. People are going to be listening to this show when it becomes available come the morn on uh, blacktribbles.com as well as on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and any place that good podcast be. And they're going to say, yo, I want to get down with this John Appetit. How can they reach out? John Appetit. 
Radio.com, where you can listen to us on any of those social media platforms you just mentioned. Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, Spotify. Um, we're at John Appetit on each and every uh, social media uh, network. Uh, so Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please hashtag us in your photos as well. Hashtag John Appetit. We're always in the in the search for great places to eat in Philadelphia or beyond. So please check us out, John Appetit. Dope. And you have another show. Yes, Broad Street Line. Uh, available here Saturdays, 10 a.m., 106.5 FM, WPPM LP, Philadelphia. Or we do a show every week on Spreaker, stuff we can't say because of the FCC. Uh, <laughs> but you can catch all of our shows at thebsline.com or check us out on Apple Podcasts and all, the, all those other great places. Just do a search for The Broad Street Line and subscribe to us and download us to your iPhone, your iPad, your Android device, anywhere you take, uh, any phone you have and take us with you on the go. Nice, nice. Did you have a good time, Shannon? Yes, I did. This was a lot of fun. Did, did I pick a good topic? Did I pick a no. good topic? <laughs> no. But we made it fun. That's yes. right. We yeah. made it fun. We had fun, and, and now you're part of the family, and we're going to be doing things together. Yes. We got a yes. date for the fall. Yes. yes. We got a date for some other things we'll be doing. Uh, it's really dope, ladies and gentlemen. Check us out. Don't forget to check us out on Triples After Dark on Sundays at 1130 on Philly Cam, or go to us on YouTube. It's up there on YouTube slash Black Tribbles. Uh, we got, got to get out of here. Uh, for the Storm Tribble, Spider Tribble, Master Tribble, Super Saiyan Tribble, for the Super Tribble, for the Uncanny Bruce Leroy Tribble. Mm. I can combine them. I'll do that. Well, uh, I literally hurt his mouth to say that. (laughs) (laughs) And for the new Double Tribble and the cute Supernatural Tribble, this is the Bat Tribble. And parting, we say, get out! <laughs>